Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. I am one of your hosts, Braxton Taylor, alongside Andrew the Irresponsible Bolin. How dare you? <laughs> it's his turn to open the podcast. That is incredibly rude. <laughs> uh, no, it is. It is on purpose. Now, it's his turn to that open the podcast. And he's like, uh, can you do it because my uh, stuff's dead over here, and by the time it's able to get over here, and I'm like, listen, people want to hear you too, okay? It's not just me. It's not just my show, okay? You're you're taking you're away really... from the people. <laughs> you're hurting Alex Mason's heart. <laughs> he really wants to hear you. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what to say to that other than, um, hello everyone. I'm just going to ignore it. (laughs) Yes. My, my keyboard was dead, but listen, that's what happens when when we don't record for like, so it feels like a billion years. That maybe happened. (laughs) We may accidentally skip two weeks in a row. Well, it wasn't really by accident. There was a lot of stuff going on, but. I digress. Anyway, but we are here Bro, now. We're back. We're back. The boys are back in town. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to expedite this little intro part here because we already know you know it, but we got to have to say it because we have to say it. But, of course, we have a Patreon, and that Patreon, there's many things you can get. First and foremost, you do get all of our releases, whether that be our podcast episodes or Let's Play episodes, whatever it may be. As soon as they are posted, you get them, um, instead of having to wait until Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Secondarily, you do get exclusive uh, access to the one and only and other stuff, which is a second podcast that we have that is Patreon exclusive. Wow. So if you guys want to hear more of our wacky, wild, and zany adventures. Yeah, and and <laughs> for the, the episode that will be coming out, uh, well, around the yeah. same time as this uh, Jedi Eternal episode comes out. Uh, there's a wacky story in there for you oh, from me. Yeah, I don't so. even know it yet. He's supposed to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Black it's gonna be wild. it's gonna be fun, and I think that'll be our tenth episode. So that is at at the very least ten hours worth of content that you'll have access to if you become a uh, uh, subscriber to our Patreon. And there's only one tier, only five dollars. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, once you become a subscriber to our Patreon, you become one of our producers, which gets to help us dictate what our, uh, you know, how we run our show. If we make any decisions, we run it by you first. Uh, for instance, one of our uh, patrons, our producers, excuse me, uh, dictated what we're going to be talking about today on that podcast. Yes. So uh, if you want to have that kind of power, you know what? All you have to do is subscribe and uh, you help us a little bit. And and in return, you get all this awesome, cool stuff. But last but not least, we, of course, do always want to thank our patrons and our producers. And uh, we have a list of those. And we're just going to read them off now. Yes, we want to thank JB, Josh and Birkinshaw, Tara Bolin, Grayson, David Gill, Alex Mason, Jay Camdar, Jenna Evans and Promise Quick. Yeah. Well, we thank each and every one of you so much. Seriously, though, it does mean a lot to us. You know, it does. Um, you may not get a ton out of it, and there may not be a whole a lot, a whole slew of things that it helps us with, but it's just that little bit that we like to put out there and just say, hey, you know, if you want to go the extra mile for us, we're going to go the extra mile for you. We really appreciate you guys, truly. Um, you're, uh, you, you guys are the heartbeat of this podcast, and we love you so much. 
Sanders. So anyway, <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into the actual podcast. So we have some news, we have some rumors for you, and we have a big main topic that we haven't even fully discussed exactly how we're going to even talk about it. So <laughs> we have so nope. many things to talk about. Today. Yeah, there, there, there was a lot that went on in Star Wars uh, yes. while we were gone for what, um, two weeks? Two weeks, basically, yeah. So, uh, of course... Let's just, well, let's just kind of <laughs> yeah. bring up what that means. Yeah, so there's at yeah. least three episodes of Andor that has happened. Yeah, since since we last talked about um, Andor. Yeah, right. I think I'm not wrong two, on that, right? right? Or I thought it was two because we're two weeks, so it's well. What did we? What? what was the last episode we reviewed? We did two last time to catch <laughs> to catch up on the last, and we episode. did two before that, so that'd be um, four. Yeah, um, and there's been at least. There's been more than, or no, it's three the first time, four, five, and I think there's now eight episodes. Oh, so, so. there's three. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Uh, there's so much to go over. So, and then on top of that, of course, magically, we have another whole episode series thing that came out mm-hmm. uh, today, or excuse me, yesterday, uh, yeah. which was this Wednesday. Tales of um, the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi, which is uh, pretty awesome, and we're going to get into uh, you know our thoughts on that. that. But there's so much to talk about, so let's just go ahead and dive into it. Let's do it. So, uh, first news piece for this week is that recently the New York Comic-Con occurred. And, uh, you know, there's many Comic-Cons that occur across the country. Um, and some of the biggest ones, of course, are New York and L.A. Imagine that. They're the two biggest cities in the U.S. But New York does tend to have a lot of big releases for the different uh, genres of medium that come out. You know, there's there's going to be a release. It's probably going to be at the New York Comic Con. And this year, they uh, had some releases for a few different things, different uh, release details for books and different things like that, some of the High Republic news. And Drew has a list of that for us. So uh, what are some of these releases that we heard about, Drew? Yeah, so the, the biggest things that we um, got here was about the High Republic. You know, we are now in Phase 2. Mm-hmm. first book has been released. Uh, the the um, the the comic I believe just started or is about to start, um, and so now we have uh, cover reveals for the second phase of this, mm. um, or sorry, second wave, yeah, second wave of phase two, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, yeah, <laughs> um, and we have uh, we have the adult novel. Uh, you can also you can look on our our uh, social media and see. These pictures, I believe it's, it should be on our Instagram and Facebook, the, yeah. these covers. So we have the the adult one by Lydia Kang is up there. We have the uh, one by Tessa Gratton, Quest for Planet X, which is the junior novel. We have Path of Vengeance, which is written by Captain Scott. Captain Scott being the author of my favorite of all of the High Republic books so far. So we'll see how he does with this one. That's going to be the, the second young adult novel. Uh, and that comes in May 2023. We got our first look at that one there. Uh, very interesting stuff going on there. If you um, are a, a fan of the higher public and you look at this cover, this one has the most notable uh, thing. You'll see that there is a Nile symbol on the on the ground there, but also the there is the uh, the nameless appears to be lurking around in the hmm. around the edges. So spooky. <laughs> so that is, yeah, some interesting stuff there. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also got some different uh, comic book stuff there. Um, again, you can you find this stuff pretty easily if you if you search it. But they did announce there's going to be um, a sequel of sorts to the the um, what was it called? The Edge of Balance, 
which was the mm. anime, yeah, uh, or manga, I guess is what, right? Or manga? How do you say it? Manga? Well, manga? what the? What is it? Was it was it the anime like the show? Is it? It wasn't a show. No, it was the comic. But okay, it then yeah, manga. Whatever. Is it manga? But I'm saying, do you say manga or manga? Well, it's Japanese versus American <laughs> pronunciation, okay. right? So yeah, okay. it doesn't matter. Well, okay, whatever. Uh, but there's going to be a sequel to that called uh, Precedent, and so that will be in May 2023 as well. And one of the the actually really big surprising things that I don't think anyone was really expecting um, is that they did announce a another young adult book in the High Republic series, but this one's a little different because it is an anthology series. Mm, yeah. So this is a... Um, coming to every era of the initiative so every phase of the initiative of the higher public so there's stories in this anthology that will be phase one phase two and leading into phase three so that is very interesting and that's yeah. going to be i assume that's the last piece of uh content we're getting before phase three starts would be my assumption on this and it does arrive in july 2023 so that could be really really cool um, and I did see a list uh, come out about like which the authors said which phase they were um, going to be writing these in. I don't have that on me, but that is somewhere. I saw it somewhere. I read it. Uh, but cool stuff there for sure. So then yeah, jumping forward the next day at, N at NYC Comic Con, uh, they had they had a uh, another publishing panel. So this one was not just about the High Republic, but just Star Wars in general. And that's where we got the announcement of Inquisitor Rise of the Red Blade. And this is a novel written by Delilah Dawson. Mm, and she yeah. wrote the Phasma novel, mm -hmm. as well as uh, somewhat of a sequel to that. Um, and I don't remember what that one was called. But it had a Cardinal, which is a fan favorite character. Um, and uh, so... I would definitely uh, keep an eye on this one. It's going to be about a Jedi survivor of Order 66 that turns to the dark side, joining the Inquisitors. Mm, that's cool. Um, and it's going to come in 2023, and I, I would say there's a good chance that'll be a good one. So yeah, keep absolutely. an eye out for that one. Sounds pretty cool. Also got uh, Santa Staros is going to be getting her own Marvel miniseries. Um, if you're a fan of Dr. Aphra, you'll know who that is. If you're, uh, if you don't know who that is, go read the Star Wars comics and you'll find out pretty quickly. Um, then we also got Star Wars Revelations, which is coming up. And again, Star Wars Revelations is, is going to be a one shot that's going to be, uh, essentially telling us what the future of Star Wars is going to be for us in this next year. And so that's going to be kind of a cool lead into that. And, uh, so they showed us some covers pretty cool there. Um, also, now this is really cool, and I think I've showed you this book before that I have, but it's the Lightsaber mm -hmm. Collection. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really cool book. Did I give it to you, actually? You did. I was yeah, going to say, you actually gave it to me. I think so. I gave it to you because I didn't have room for it anymore, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like buried in books here, and I'm, I'm running out of room. What a nerd. I really, <laughs> I really love that book, though. Like, it's really cool. I like looking at it. Us well, cool kids who can't read don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
what what they're doing is they're actually releasing the High Republic lightsaber collection. So Ooh, it's it's going to be like the yeah. same deal, but it's all of the High Republic blades. That's and cool. And so cool. I might have to buy it anyway, even though I don't have room for it. And then I can just give it to you, I guess, after I look through Eventually, it. Eventually, you need to send it down to the little peasant here. <laughs> but uh, very excited for that. Then they showed us also, um, they showed us Star Wars Timelines. Uh, which is, I think I've talked about this on the on the show before, but it's going to be a gigantic chronological order book of all the Star Wars media we have gotten so far, which I'm absolutely excited about. I have my yeah. own version of that, but this yeah. is going to go into detail on <laughs> yeah. everything, and so I will own this book. I don't know where I'm going to put it, but I'll own it. And, put on uh, your mantle. <laughs> maybe. Maybe this will be this will be the book that's like, on my on my uh like family table, you know, <laughs> right. you know, like people put like uh like photo albums. They put like you know, photo albums or they know. put uh sometimes you know <laughs> they get they got those like fancy like art books mm-hmm. or or maybe even it's like the big family bible. Mine's gonna be yeah. the Star Wars chronological <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Canon timeline. <laughs> hey, honestly, honestly, I'm not gonna blame you. I'm not gonna blame you. <laughs> uh, but no, that's gonna be really cool. I'm excited about that one. But that's all the announcements we got out of uh, out of the NYC Comic Con as far as publishing goes. Yeah. Really I think that was all we really got um, there with Star Wars was through the publishing panels. Yeah. But uh, really exciting stuff, really. Um, the High Republic continues to to push on. Comics still going strong. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll see where it goes from here, but um, exciting stuff in the future. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, um, so the new, a new Star Wars movie is apparently in the works with another MCU director um again we've had a lot of different uh, announcements and a lot of different things uh being said here and there about the movies uh and and what we're going to get uh, as their next movie and all that good stuff but there actually has been an announcement recently uh that another mcu director is going to be taking the helm on a star's movie so what do we have on that drew so here's the deal um with this some of you might uh wonder why we're putting this in news because it is maybe a little sketchy on if it's been officially announced by Lucasfilm. However, uh, this is from the Hollywood Reporter. They're, they've got all the the details. It's it's clear that this is this is real stuff here. Yeah, yeah. So, as we've talked about before, we knew there was a uh, a secret Star Wars movie. Um, as far as what we've talked about in rumors, being worked on by Damon Lindelof, right? We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. So this has officially kind of been thrust into the the open here um, and has started getting a lot of attention um, just over the past week. And so if for those of you who don't know, Lindelof created uh, or he was part of Lost, Watchmen, The Leftovers, all really high prestigious stuff. Um, so sources are telling The Hollywood Reporter that Lindelof is writing the new Star Wars script with Justin Britt Gibson, who is Bieber. a yes, Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just want to you know. start script with Justin Bieber. It's called Baby. <laughs> it's called Baby Two Point Oh. Baby, <laughs> baby Grogu. Baby, baby, baby Grogu. Yeah, that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but he's a Justin Gibbs Britt Gibson is a young <laughs> and rising writer who worked as an executive story editor on 
uh, Guillermo del Toro's vampire drama The Strain, which I believe is also mm. a pretty popular drama if I'm uh, uh, if I'm told correctly. But however, um, he came to the job mm. after what was reported a secret writer's room that began directly after this past year's Star Wars celebration. Woo. It's crazy. So at <laughs> celebration, um, or after celebration, the room held a two-week session. At the table were Patrick Somerville, who worked with Lindelof on Leftovers, and then went on to create Station Eleven, which is also another popular series. Raina McClendon, a consulting producer on Lucasfilm's own Obi-Wan Kenobi, and writer on the company's upcoming Willow series, and Andy Greenwald, the creator of the 2019 Rosario Dawson crime drama Briar Patch, among a couple of other writers. Also, they're saying that Dave Filoni was also present. Hmm. So, um... Sources say the movie project is intended as a standalone, but and success could lead to more movies. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes, right? <laughs> like, we're going to do this one-off, but if it gets us money, we might make more. <laughs> right. That's right. usually how it works, right? And then here's the next big, big hitter here. And sources say that the story would take place after the events of Rise of Skywalker. Mm, so it would be our first look, other than the, other than this great Lego content we've been Although, getting. Although, right? yeah, yeah. Although <laughs> it would not be a continuation of the Skywalker saga, it oh. could, however, feature some of the characters from the Star Wars trilogy. Interesting. Well, that would be a that'd be an interesting turn of events for sure. Now, again, did they say when that was projected to potentially come out or whatever? Not a peep. Not a peep. And I would say it'd be a while because if yeah, we're if, yeah. if we're talking a writer's room happened right after celebration. True. Yeah. Uh, this is a very, very early in in uh in, in talks and production. So yeah. I would say um this may be farther off than than the Taika Watiti film or Yeah. I mean <laughs> And you never even know it, what's actually gonna come out or be released and stuff, you know. Right. And it's 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 hard to know, it's re- it is it's hard to know like where they're at with these things. And actually, right. we're going to talk more about that in our rumors about uh, the the way that Lucasfilm doesn't really give us any answers. And uh, we're going to talk about that. But yeah. Well, but what's your thoughts? Do you want this to be? Do you, do you want this to be a thing? I mean, do you, you know, want this to to be a thing that comes from? From uh, uh, after the sequel trilogy, do you want that? I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I love Star Wars just in general, right? And I do love anything that's a good, you know, it's a good story. It's a good storytelling. So I will admit my initial gut reaction is that no, it's not something that particularly appeals to me. Um, it's like, you know, post-sequel era storytelling but here's the thing like i said if it's something that that really gets the good feel of star wars they have good characters and good character development and a great storyline that they stick to and don't jump all over the place you know what i'll give it a chance and and might very well like it 
it's just that the my my predilections, right? Like my mm-hmm. instant reaction is that I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's just my that's just my gut feeling, so, I guess. The fact that Damon Lindelof is attached to this definitely heightens my sure. yeah my uh, my outlook on it because I really like Damon Lindelof and I love everything he's worked on anything yeah. he's he's worked on I've been a fan of I loved Lost, um, but I will say the director which is uh, Charmaine I don't know how to say her last <laughs> name but she yeah. did some of the episodes of of Miss Marvel. Not a big fan of that show yeah, at all. That was not, and, uh, not very good. And so um, her being the director over this, I don't know. That Yeah, exactly. And again, you know, in all fairness, you know, sometimes that, you know, sometimes a director can come out of nowhere and like blow your socks off and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? Like that was sure. so much different than their previous stuff. But at the end of the day, though, there's a reason why directors say like oh that's that director's style because most of yeah. the time it's just a reoccurring thing of what they make is kind of around the same thing so if if you didn't like miss marvel it does kind of give you that automatic feeling of like oh boy you know mm-hmm. it's in an era that i'm like already kind of eh, you know what well, i could take it or leave it and then give the, that director on it and you're like okay i it's scaring me a little bit <laughs> yeah so we'll just have to see i mean i you know, I we've talked about it before how we didn't know if they would go into the after the sequel trilogy anytime soon. Yeah, it looks like maybe yeah. they're talking about, well, hey, let's go ahead and do it. Um, I do think that could potentially be kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I think when they say there'll be other characters from the trilogy, I mean, let's be honest, it's probably going to be Ray. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think there's a good chance if we ever get stuff after the sequel trilogy, they're gonna bring back Daisy Ridley as Ray. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, and yeah, they could. I mean, they could do one without her, but I think she's she's like out of everyone left at this point. <laughs> she's the one that will really get people excited. Sure. Yeah, and so because you know it can't be it can't be Kylo Ren, can't be any uh, anyone yeah. from the uh, original trilogy. Yeah, uh, except for Chewbacca, I guess. Yeah, maybe Lando. Adventures of Chewie or something. I don't know. But <laughs> Adventures <laughs> of Chewie. There we go. Yeah. Let's just do that. Well, here's the thing. Like this is what I'll say is that, and this is where they have to be careful. Is that the way it's sounding, being a one-off and and and, and stuff like that? It, it sounds like a non-committal almost, where it's like. Oh, we're going to just kind of piddle around the timeline directly after Rise of Skywalker and just play on some stories there. But it like, like I said, you're not really committing to it. And I feel like if they're gonna, if they are going to jump into post sequel trilogy, we're going into the great beyond of the future of Star Wars. That you know, it's uncharted. Like they need to like make it a big ordeal. Like this is the first movie that's come, you know, and this is how we're going to project it into the future. Now, whether mm-hmm. I love how they do it or not, that's one answer, but I think that's how they have to do it. In my opinion, uh, because again, you're, you're in uncharted territory once you start going into the future, right. Of star yeah. Wars. So I, with this movie, it's just, it is a little scary because it sounds like they're not really committing to anything. It's just like, Oh, it's a one-off movie, blah, blah, blah. But so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. We, we will, will certainly see. see. We're gonna see if this <laughs> if this comes to life and what it's like. But yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on, new data reveals Andor's audience struggles. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, well, let's get into this. Uh, there, according to uh, Parrot Analytics, 
Data suggests that despite Andor's success with uh, critics, audience demand for the series has been significantly lower than uh, any other Star Wars Disney Plus series at relative points in their releases. Yeah. Including The Book of Boba Fett. Oh, wow. That's actually kind of surprising. Well, kind of sort of surprising. So, uh... The, the the exact quote here is the most disappointing trend I've come across recently is how audience demand for Andor is overwhelmingly lower than the Mandalorian season one and two, the book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi, despite the fact that it is easily the best Star Wars series by okay, far. Okay. Well, well, hold on here. <laughs> Who's the clown that said that? Like, that's reaching and a They said bit. that uh, demand is overwhelmingly lower than Lucasfilm's other Star Wars series. Yeah. Okay. So this is why I said it's kind of not surprising for me earlier because like, okay, as kind of crummy as Book of Boba Fett was, and I'm sorry for those who enjoyed it, it kind of was crummy. You know, you had the people coming in that were diehard OG trilogy fans and liked Boba Fett and they wanted to, you know, that would have never been a part of Disney Plus yet, you know, or on other hand, we got Kenobi, who's a fixture in the Star Wars saga, right? You know, mm-hmm. and, and so he has that going for him. And Mandalorian was fresh and new, and it's just out of this stale moment of Rise of Skywalker and the movies and stuff. So some people were searching for something new. So it's like, if we already got all this good media, Andor is not really a character that people are like just innately a drawn to you know what i'm saying so it's like it's not that surprising that it's lower lower but this person is suggesting that that it's significantly well, lower to put it more into a, a perspective of numbers uh andor's demand is over 10 times lower than all of the oh, other wow. ones yeah 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 that is it is quite a bit lower <laughs> um so yeah here's the thing when you when you when you look at it and or for someone that is not a diehard Star Wars fan, right? They're gonna see something called Andor and they're gonna be like, "What is that?" You know? Yeah, like that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> it means to nothing them. to me. Yeah. Again, with these other series, um, you, for example, the Book of Boba Fett, which you know, like, very controversial, right? <laughs> on on your how you feel yeah, about that show. Yeah. Um, but no matter what, anyone that sees the Book of Boba Fett's gonna go. It's Boba Fett. Oh, it's yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah, okay. Everybody, everybody's, I, remember I don't him. care if you like Star Wars or don't like Star Wars. You know who You've Boba heard Fett's of Boba Fett. Yeah. Same goes for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yo, yeah. Most likely, maybe a little less chance, but still pretty high up there right. that you've heard of the name Obi-Wan Kenobi and probably right. know it's part of Star Wars. Right. Um, now, if you see uh, The Mandalorian, the Mandalorian has is... Is its own thing. It's now, its own right? beast. It's yeah. its own beast. It's so point. bombastic it's, and crazy right. that it's created its own. It's created infamy. its own infamy at this point. Yeah, and yeah. you know the the Gro- Grogu alone. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> sure, everybody yeah. knows what Grogu is. Yeah. If you, I mean, baby ogre. Yeah, I mean, you'd Come live on. in a. You must live in a cave if you couldn't tell me. I mean, what, there's so many. You may not be able to say its name. You know say there's so but, many baby yogurt memes that people don't even know what Star Wars is, and they share like baby exactly. yogurt memes. You know what I'm saying? So all of these shows have their reasonings for being as popular as they are, and right. also just being Star Wars, right? But right. Andor is a whole other battle. Oh, yes, yeah. it's yeah. it's linked to a very uh, highly acclaimed movie where with Rogue One, but a right. lot of people are going to go into it not even understanding that right? right they're not even gonna know yeah they're not gonna remember that they're oh yeah cassie and andor andor they're, they're yeah. not gonna remember that right so no. 
So that's it, that's the biggest battle here and then for on, this show. Is and on top of that, not only is it kind of like a relatively little known character that most people don't have a lot of investment in, it's also a very big break from Star Wars standards. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? <clears throat> so that's another thing that plays on it too. Is someone who's like, oh, this doesn't feel like Star Wars, so I'm not even gonna watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't really have an investment in this. I don't really have a, a stake in this that that draws me back into it. For, I mean, I'm not saying that for everybody. I'm just saying for the average watcher, I would say. Right. It's it's definitely for a very particular audience here. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's slow paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, political drama, right? Like oh, yeah, for, definitely. In Star Wars. And, like, yeah. most people don't really go into Star Wars for slow uh, conversation. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's very, very much a slow burn. And, Terrorism. And, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, we're used to the wars. And, 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 oh, and, yeah. You know, we'll we'll get into our thoughts more on Andor as we as we go, right, but, right, but right. that's not even really what this is about. It's just about seeing the numbers here. But my question to you would be: Does this does these low numbers affect uh, the the potential of the series continuing, or do you think no matter what, we're we're the series will continue on for its second season? It's hard to say exactly. But at the end of the day, I say it all the time, it's kind of a joke, but I'm dead serious at the same time, is that Disney doesn't care about lore. Disney does not care about Star Wars and the core of its message. You know, they care about numbers. That's really all they care about at this point. And they 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 completed the acquisition of Star Wars in like, what, 2012 or whatever it was, because mm-hmm. it was profitable. And so I think there is a chance that that season two could be unless depending on the production level that's already you know completed or whatever but if it's not a, a big financial hardship for them to quit it i i could i could see them kind of canning the next season just because of the numbers are being so low because for instance we never i mean like it was like it was like a taboo subject to bring up han solo 2 you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. of, of the of the bad acclaim. And I personally don't think it Han Solo you know, the solo movie even got as bad as a claim as Andor is right now. You know what I'm saying? Well, actually, Andor critically it is is doing very, very well. Well, critically, yeah, true. Andor true. is being praised by critics. Yeah, um, true. Saying uh, lots of places saying it's the best Star Wars we've gotten a long, long time. Yeah. Um. Now, I've seen it both ways with audience. I've seen it both ways. I've seen people saying they they agree it's the best Star Wars. I see people saying like, "What even is this? I'm bored. Yeah, I don't right, know what I'm yeah. even watching." And 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 so, uh, but 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 critics are are praising it. So does the critic praise? Is that enough? Right. To to keep it going, even if there's low audience numbers. It's hard and to say. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. I do think I do think season two is already in some level of production. Right. So I think that does make it harder for them to stop at this point. I think they're going to I think they're going to follow through because this from the get-go they've said this is a two-season show. Right, right. So yeah. for them to to release one season and then and then not release a second season would look pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. When they especially yeah. when they've already said like this is a two se- we're doing two seasons of this show. Yeah, I mean so if they've already kind of had the verbal commitment plus with production already being started to some degree. Yeah, I mean I, I I would I would say that it's put them in some sort of 
if not monetarial hardship, it would put them in some sort of marketable hardship where it would look bad on them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go ahead and probably take, because I think that's the thing with Disney. Like they, they would rather take a monetary hit than a image hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and I think that in the, the real question here with the numbers, with the critic ratings is if they, the, I think what we really probably should be talking about is whether they want to extend and or into right. more seasons or not. Because right. if there's enough views, if there's enough uh, praise, they may want to um, extend that second season into maybe another having right. three seasons or four seasons. I think that's really the question here on if, if those numbers keep them to that just the two seasons or if mm-hmm. there's enough going here for them to want to do more. Yeah. I don't think there is. I think, right. I think with the the low audience views but with high critic praise i think we're gonna stay at that two season mark yeah and end yeah. it there they'll, they'll keep so. their commitment because if it would just trash and just bomb by everyone then they might not mm-hmm. you know but uh because <clears throat> it would be more of a image hit to continue doing it then and break their commitment than vice versa but anyway right but yeah because of the high critic praise then anyway so, you know, we got in kind of deep in this, but let's not get too deep in the weeds because we are going to be reviewing more of the Andor as our, uh, part of yeah, our main for sure, subject. For sure. But but yeah, that's a good it's a good discourse because as this continues on, it'll be interesting to see how they react to it. And I, I do agree with you. I do think that they're going to probably commit to completing the se- second season and probably depending on how it goes from here, probably just stay there. So anyway. But that is the end of our news for this week, and we're going to go ahead into our rumors. And the first rumor is that an unsurprising actor reportedly cast, or excuse me, was reportedly cast as a live-action Thrawn. So, of course, we've heard, you know, there's a billion and one different actors that, like, oh, it should be this mm-hmm. person, it should be that person. So this rumor says an unsurprising actor um, is reportedly cast as Thrawn. So, Drew, who is this unsurprising actor? This unsurprising actor would be... Uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, Frank Oz. No, it's Frank Oz. <laughs> Danny <And> DeVito. Dan- <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, that'd be something. Um, uh, yeah, I keep going all day, but I'll just yeah. Like, I'll yeah just, hey, we could we could play <laughs> on that for a while. Shaquille um, O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> okay, uh, it, it's Lars Mikkelsen, yeah, right? Yeah, Lars yeah, Mikkelsen, yeah. who uh, who voices him in in uh, in Rebels, and honestly, I think it's silly that we're that having to have this conversation. Like seriously, why is it not just him? Why isn't Sam? it not just Lars? He yeah. he looks he looks he like looks him. like him. Yeah, he, it already sounds like him. That's what we know <laughs> him to sound like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so just just cast him already. Like, why the secret? Why the secrecy? <laughs> yeah. Why the rumors? Just just say it. It's like yes, yeah. we know Thrawn's coming. We the, he's been talked about. He's been in in the Mandalorian season yeah, two, right? Like say, we yeah. know we know Ahsoka. Is gonna is looking for him, and mm-hmm. we know we're getting a Soka series. And we saw a little hologram of him and everything. You know, it's not it's not a surprise <laughs> that Thrawn is coming. Right. I right, th- right. I feel like that's what they're wanting to do is be like do they want to have this big know. surprise. It's yeah. not gonna be a surprise. We know. Right. 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 We don't necessarily know where we're gonna see him first. Some people think we might even see him in Andor. I'm a little. I don't really know that I believe <laughs> that. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. It would be a good way to really tie be, in the yeah, show. Yeah. It would be. Know, it would be but... cool. But I don't necessarily know that I believe it. But. 
wherever he pops up first, we're definitely seeing him. So just yeah. tell us already that, it. yes, just Lars Mikkelsen is going to be Thrawn. <laughs> and honestly, at this point, if Lars Mikkelsen isn't Thrawn, I think I'm going to be upset. Right. I think I am. <laughs> I think I'm going to riot in the streets. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm at this point, I'm going to be kind of mad if they don't just cast yeah, him as, yeah. as Thrawn. Yeah, I understand. So. I agree. I agree. You know, um, again, and, and and this was the whole. But you know, they're not totally against doing it. Uh, you know, not casting him well, because I, with Ahsoka, right? You know, that was the yeah. biggest thing. Now, Ahsoka is somewhat different. It is a different circumstance, sure. Yeah, you know, with with um, with movie magic, I think they they could have worked with with Ashley Eckstein <sighs> yeah. and made it work. Yeah, but. But yeah, I mean, she's doesn't she's not a spitting image of what we know Ahsoka to look like, right? Right. Where Lars Mikkelsen literally is like they just they took Lars Mikkelsen just literally and didn't, yeah, like his <laughs> likeness yeah. and made Thrawn, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, literally took it like took took like a bunch of pictures and just ported those pictures into some like, CGI program and like all right, turn them blue, baby, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like they started with his likeness when they created it, obviously. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, it's one of those things where, um, I like you said, it's just it's just surprising that they're just tiptoeing around this thing that we already know is coming. So just just rip the bandaid off. And he plays in movies, so it's right. He's a, he's a very uh, yeah, uh, established it's, it's actor like again with right? Ashley Eckstein. At least you could say, well, she didn't. She's just voiced on she, cartoons. She, 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 yeah, she wasn't necessarily a movie actor. She she's a voice actor, and so blah blah blah. But he's been in in lots of movies, so yeah, and TV or whatever. No excuse. No, no excuse. excuse. No excuse at all. <laughs> All right. I don't know why I was so heated on that one. But. I know. Hey, he, he's over sweating. You know, like, had, had to dab his brow yeah, between yeah. Uh, commercial breaks, you know. But uh, moving on to our, our next story here, uh, or sorry, rumor. Whoa. Uh, our next rumor is Disney reportedly prevents Kathleen Kennedy from announcing new Star Wars projects. Uh, so mm. this came from industry insider Matthew Baloney, and he reported that can you imagine being an industry insider <laughs> and having your last name be baloney well 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 if it isn't uh, phony baloney phony baloney so he's uh, reporting that lucasfilm president kathleen kennedy was advised by disney to stop announcing projects and creative partners the uh. reasoning for the blockage comes down to media management an effort to prevent fans and press from further tackling lucasfilm following the cancellation of a slew of projects in yeah. recent years yeah so, you know, of course, the two biggest examples of this is uh, the, well, three, I guess, examples of this is is Patty Jenkins' movie, right? Mm. The the Rogue Squadron movie where we she literally made an announcement video and then it fell off the side of the planet. <laughs> right. right. Um, and still is seems to be n- not going anywhere. And then, of course, we also have uh, the Ryan Johnson trilogy, who he's been literally talking about it for years. And he's he, and every time someone asks him, he's always like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm still going to do it. We just want to get time. Yeah, like, whenever we get time. It's like, listen, I just don't – I don't even believe that, okay? <laughs> like, right. you, you seriously think Lucasfilm's sitting there and just waiting for uh, Ryan Johnson to press his – little buzzer and say okay i'm ready to make a star wars movie now it's not it's not that simple i don't care if you're a prestigious director or not 
There's more to it than that. And and especially and, when when you have all of the controversy around you. I was going to say and if out of all the directors we've had so far in Star Wars, he's absolutely the most controversial one. Right, so like right. that that might help you in some ways because the critic side, the audience eye, you it's, you're in a dangerous realm there. So right, and if, so if you're dragging your feet and you're already controversial and, and there's like a lot of backlash by you being related to this such important trilogy, it's like it's very possible that they're just gonna drop you. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then of course, uh, Benioff and Weiss, who were also going to be doing a trilogy, uh, ended up, um, they ended up getting the boot or they claimed they'd, I don't know what happened there, but most likely they got booted because of how poorly the last season of Game of Thrones did, which pretty much just like destroyed their career. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, and there was two, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad, but they it did it themselves. They did it themselves yeah. though, people. Um, no, it was like, there's two different rumors. Yeah. A, they got the boot because of, uh, of how bad season seven was. Um, or the other rumor was that they, they themselves dropped it because of how bad uh, Rise of Skywalker was, and they didn't want to be associated with that. And they, well, it's not just they didn't want to be associated with it, but they were like afraid of all the backlash of the Star Wars fans and stuff like that. And honestly, it probably kind of both played into yeah, it, right? Yeah. They there was probably a side of it where they're like, "Man, we've already we're already hurting our we've already hurt ourselves with Game of Thrones. Do we really <laughs> want to jump into another yeah. huge yeah. IP and potentially uh, destroy our reputation even more if we do bad?" <sighs> right. So. Yeah, that's probably kind of part of it. But whatever the deal is here, I do think this um, does kind of make sense that I could see Disney, I could see Disney coming to Kathleen Kennedy and being like, yo, you got to stop announcing stuff. Just, <laughs> Just like cut off. it out. You've got to stop <laughs> yeah. telling people stuff because, yeah, there was that. Remember, I'll never forget the, the, the D23 or presentation. I think it was D23. Where she got up there and just started just listing off, rattling off thing after thing <laughs> yeah. after thing. Most of those we still haven't seen anything about. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. there's uh, there's multiple projects within that that we've not yet seen anything about at all. Yeah, and so uh, it's like so I get it to an extent, but I've also been very vocal on that I want to see them get to that kind of MCU style sure. announcements. Yeah. So yeah. so here's I think the thing. Lucasfilm, pull it together. <laughs> pull it together. Get a plan. Get, get some structure. A plan. Get it some structure. We've had you've had time, first of oh, all, to get, sake, to, yeah. to get this yeah. in order. I mean you've had a long time at this point. We're 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 getting on we're 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 not that far off from 10 years of them really working on this, uh, or well, technically we are 10 years if you, that actual acquisition, but I think right. it was like 2014 when things really started rolling out. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, you've had all this time to, to really kind of get this ball rolling and have plans and have, and, <sighs> yes. and unfortunately, you know, we, we had a trilogy of movies and then uh you know they didn't go so hot not the way they wanted it to at least and so now mm. it's just like this uh, sea of nothingness other than what <laughs> right. whatever Dave Filoni and John Favreau want to do right it's right like, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 then an occasional random uh other thing like Andor right it just randomly crop up and you're like oh okay well that's happening yeah it's like i still i want i want 
Kathleen Kennedy to come out and say, here's our plan for the next three years and, and boom, boom, boom with dates or at least years they're going to be released. And, and this right. is about this and, and that. And here here's this trilogy and here's right. what our focus is. Exactly. Instead of us sitting here thinking yeah. they don't have a focus, they don't yeah. have any clue what they're doing. And again, you don't even have to give us specifics, but just give us a foundation to stand on. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like we're out in the middle of the ocean swimming, and we're like, well, I wonder if a raft's going to finally come by. You know, like, no, give us a foundation to stand upon. We may not know exactly where the road leads, but mm -hmm. at least we know there's a road. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, know. just knowing there's a road would be nice. <sighs> there's there's some I feel direction. Like we're doing a lot of you know? off roading, you know, like. <laughs> Like, it's like I'm going down a mountain on a tricycle, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> and 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 yes, we've gotten some great things, you know. Of course, again, like we said earlier, the Mandalorian, what a hit! Oh yeah, what a, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think anyone could have predicted how well the Mandalorian has done, and right. has made a name for itself, and will continue. I have no doubt will go down in history as a classic. Like, oh the, yeah, the Mandalorian yeah. will. It has enough there going for it, but. But also, we've got some stinkers in there, you know? Got some stinkers. Got some stinkers. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. I just want to see... I just want to see more... For example, the the publishing side of Star Wars is actually a really great way to look at this. Yeah. They, they've give, they, they sat down, and they came up with the plan, and they said, we're going to do the higher public, and we're gonna, here's what we're doing. Here's the phases. We're going to have three phases. Mm -hmm. Here's what all the phases are called. And we're going to have waves within those phases. And they, they showed all this. They don't give us every single detail, but we understood right, yeah. the roadmap. There's some sort of structure that they're working off of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I just want Star Wars to be that. I want I want right. the movies and the TV series to right. have that roadmap. Yeah, and again, just the fact that we haven't gotten it, you know, it's either, either their stupidity or their hubris. You know what I'm saying? It's like either there's two stupid to realize that they have to have this to keep people engaged or they're, they have too much hubris and too much you know big head inflated head that we're so important that they're so big that people will just gobble up whatever we put out good bad or indifferent whenever it happens to come out you know yeah, right. one or the other and neither of them are good so right so let's move on <laughs> we we yeah uh, we, we got a lot to say this episode yeah. clearly uh, -huh. uh so our final rumor for this week is that jedi fallen order 2 gets released update amidst delay concerns yeah so this is kind of just a quick uh, a quick little update though, and we'll, we'll just say this real quick and move on but yeah uh jeff grubb who is a uh insider for video games very very um accurate insider he knows his stuff yeah um he says that as of right now despite the delay concerns that we've talked about before with rumors um he says currently Star Wars Jedi Survivor is still set for that March 2023 release date. Yeah. Um, he says he's been looking into it. It's still on track. He said even though the title is less than five months away, um, EA has a plan and that they're going to be talking about it in December before going right into a release. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, he said there's no issue with the game right now. This is just a case of planning to have a short window to promote. Which has been the Star Wars' thing for the past couple of years now. Yes. Like, oh, this is coming out uh, in, in, in July? Okay, we're going to talk about it in May. <laughs> or maybe <Right>. June. <laughs> and, and I think yeah. what we have here, if I was guessing, is is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. They don't want too much leaking with this game. They True. don't want too much leaking. True. They probably don't yeah. want to show a whole lot of what this game really is. I think uh, there's, there's a lot of exciting stuff that's going to happen within this game. And they don't yeah. want too much of that coming out 
they don't want to show that much. Yeah. They want you to, to see it right. within the game. And I know me personally, I don't really want to see too much of this game. I want to experience sure, yeah. it, right? I don't want a bunch of trailers and, right. and stuff. Well, Tells you half the story. Which we've gotten a and... we've gotten a little teaser trailer, and really that was enough for me. Sure, I'm yeah. already sold on playing this game. You don't have to show <laughs> right. me anything else. Right. I'm gonna play it. Right. Um, right. But there will be more. There will be more. They're gonna show more. Um, and 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 he said December, and that actually lines up perfectly with the Game Awards, uh-huh. which is the, the the big show in December that uh, Jeff Keighley always does. Yeah, and they while they do the awards, they also announce a bunch of new games and show new trailers, et cetera. It's a perfect time. for It'll that. be the perfect time. Yeah. It'll it'll probably be one of the like openers or closing of the event because it'll right, be a big one. Right, right, right. Um, and it'll probably show some more gameplay there. And then they'll give us that official date of release, uh-huh. and and so you know this this is encouraging to me. Here, here seeing him say this means hey, they're just playing on having a, a short window, um, but everything's good, and it's most likely still going to come out. That's encouraging to me. I hope it's the case. Yeah, I hope that yeah. in March we're going to be talking about how awesome this game is. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. So uh, I guess time will only tell. Only so. time. But uh, in terms of time, we're going long, so let's get, yeah, my let's get dog, to our releases. My dog, of course, is, like, being crazy over here. <laughs> she senses, like, the electromagnetic yeah, uh, like, waves in the she, air when recording <laughs> instruments are going. I, I swear to you, she knows somehow every time when we're recording and she's like, how dare he not pay attention to me right now. Like, that's what it feels like. But anyway. Yeah, uh, so let's go ahead and jump into our releases very quickly. Um on uh, November 1st, we're getting the High Republic Quest for the Hidden City. This is the second uh, book that we are receiving in Phase 2 of the High Republic. This is a junior reader. So um, th- so now, I know a lot of you might have just said, oh, okay, not for me, but hold on. This is written by George Mann, and let me tell you, George Mann is yeah. one of my, currently one of my favorite Star Wars authors. Um, he has written a lot of short stories and stuff for Star Wars, and they are just absolutely phenomenal. So yeah. don't write this off, even though it's a junior novel. Uh, George Mann has some really good stuff, so it might be worth checking out. But, of course, I'll let you know as we get yeah. closer. Yeah. Um, also, on November 1st, we're getting uh, three new releases in the Essential Legends collection. We're getting uh, The Old Republic Deceived, The Old Republic Revan, and the Back to War. So those are all going to be coming out. Very cool covers. Um, of course, I I have been collecting the Essential Legends collection like a goofball because I don't even have, have room to be collecting and they're not even these. Canon. And they're not even canon. What a nerd. And what a nerd. <laughs> but I've been doing it anyway, so I'm proud of myself. Anyways, uh, November. thank you, thank you. Yeah. November 2nd, <laughs> uh, we get Star Wars issue number 29. Bounty Hunters issue number 28 and the Mandalorian issue number five. And then of course, uh, that day we also get the next episode of Andor. So lots of new star Wars content still coming every week, every week. There's usually something new of star Wars that you can partake in. If you are, uh, yeah. So, (laughs) so inclined. So, uh, you know, dive right in, enjoy it. Uh, now, Braxton, I know that we were going to have a, uh, a discussion. Did, do we have a discussion? Uh, Did our fans double check, fail us? I think you they, have I think they. Us. I think you guys have all failed us and did not even say anything. Let me just say. Um, so first of all, it does hurt our feelings a little bit. Uh, we do. We don't feel very important right now. However, uh, I will say that 
listen, for those of you who watch or listen to this and never say anything, this these group discussions would be a great time for you oh, to yeah. jump in and let us know that you're listening, that you, uh, it, it, again, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have some super insane, crazy thing to say. Oh, yeah. You can say something simple, and we'll still love that you comment. Oh, yeah. We'll still love that you interacted with us. In fact, this week's question was, like, basically, if you want to see a, a short series of any character, who would it be? And you could have just said... Yoda, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and we would have read it, and we would have smiled. cried and smiled, oh, yeah, laughed, and you know, happy cry, <laughs> happy you know cry. what I'm saying? Happy tears, yes. And we had to pause the podcast But now for a while. we have sad tears because none of you commented <laughs> on it. And are we guilt tripping you right now? Yeah, yeah absolutely. we are, we it are. it breaks our little God-picking heart. Yeah. We, anyway. But, you know, it's whatever. You guys it's, don't want to talk to us? It's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, what's what's funny is they probably will end up commenting on it. But it's going to be, be like, like a day or two later. Yeah, it's going to be like two days from now, and yeah. this is going to be well done and recorded. So it's yeah. Anyway. And, and those we'll of you, uh, let's just throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Those of you who sometimes have done that, there have been a couple people actually that have commented mm-hmm. an answer mm-hmm. that actually have been from somebody how do I say this? That is somebody that doesn't typically comment. Like it's only mm-hmm. happened like one or two times, and we didn't get your answer because the answer was provided after we already did the podcast. Yeah. Now, don't let that necessarily stop you. We still right. want. We, we still, still want see to see yeah. it. We still read them. We we still we we get notifications anytime you guys do anything, and we look at it. Yeah. So we still love to see that. You just right. may not get it read on on our podcast right and uh, we do want to do that so if that's if that has deterred you because that's happened to you in the past again we apologize um but know that typically our recordings are on thursday so if you see a question that's after thursday most likely it's already been recorded so yeah just so, out there so basically hurry and write something in as soon as you see a post and that would yeah. be the best way to guarantee that yeah you get it read. exactly uh but we thank you nevertheless. Yes, so. we thank you. We thank you for absolutely nothing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely thank you for nothing. <laughs> uh, so actually, I do have something I want to talk about a little bit in, in sort of uh, in in the space of that we would normally have that, and that is um, the High Republic Path of Deceit, uh, which is the the first novel in yeah. the the uh, High Republic Phase Two. And uh, I have officially read through the entire Ooh. book. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm not going to go into into a bunch of, of stuff with this. Um, I'm not going to to read uh, – or, well, I'm not going to tell you guys a bunch of spoilers. I don't know how many of our listeners have read it yet or if you even plan to read it. But I do want to – uh, kind of give give you guys my if I have a recommendation. Yeah. And, and Braxton, feel free to ask any questions nah, you good. may have of it. Or... <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, so th- the first thing I want to make clear with this is, of course, as we have talked about, this is in the past, even farther back than than what we had experienced already in in the first phase, and so. What this brings to the table is uh, a family member of the row. Okay, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. There is uh, the rows are involved. And when I say the, the rows, row. of course, I'm talking about uh, the, the lineage of Marky and Roe. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So. That. Um, so that's involved. <laughs> what is my dog doing? <laughs> this is literally. Oh, my goodness. Oh. 
She's absolutely metal. So, um, so that that's involved, and then there, uh, of course, are are some new Jedi, things of that nature. But I I, I will say that this book, in my opinion, is is not anywhere close to where I hold the 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 books in phase one. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine um, not. Now essentially the and, and and I'm judging this on the adult novels of the first yeah, phase. True. And the reason yeah, it's kinda hard to compare. The reason I'm doing that is because they're treating this young adult novel as the the one. Okay, the one that's furthering the plot. Yeah. Like they did the adult novels in the first phase. It's such a weird decision. Weird decision. Still not sure what went on there, but authors are always weird. Like they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to bring that up because they want to be like, oh, they're all the same. It's like, well, if they were all the same, why would they be labeled differently? <laughs> yeah, anyway, exactly. Anyway, so. Exactly. Um, but what I'm finding here is that if most of the novel is a buildup, a very slow burn, okay? Very, very slow burn. And it really, it. it really picks up at the end um, in a surprising way. Yeah. And I will say that that way that it ramps up does have connections to what we see in the first phase. Oh, okay. Um, so some things that happen in the first phase, um, I guess the best way to put it is it's starting to show maybe some of the beginnings of things that you've already seen come to pass in in the first phase. Right. Okay? Makes so, sense. And, and that makes sense, right? Because it's a prequel. Yeah. But but in, <laughs> but in certain mysteries that we still had in the first phase. Okay? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So it's kind of explaining some things that maybe... we know a lot of the uh, mysterious elements comes from Marky and Rose family and, uh, exactly. and stuff. Exactly. So if, they're, if we're going into some of his lineage and stuff like that, uh, yeah, I'm, I can see how they could kind of uh, support up some of those things. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that... Um, for those of you who are wondering, do I want to jump into this or not? The answer I guess I would give you is how and how invested are you in furthering your understanding of what is happening right. in, in within the the main story of phase one. If you're like, I want I need more answers to some of these mysteries, you yeah. may find what you're looking for, or at least the beginnings of what you're looking right. for. Because this isn't this of course is leading into more books in this phase. So don't think right. you're gonna get all your answers right. here. But you can definitely see the where they're heading with it. But what I will say is what I've of course I've only read the first book, but what I will say is what I've read um, it's. I don't feel like this is uh, necessary for the next phase yet. Like I yeah. feel like you could read phase one and jump straight to phase three, and probably be okay. And with just with some knowledge missing of some background stuff, right? Yeah, and this is. I think they they can kind of get away with it a little bit because it's a prequel. Mm -hmm. It's like here's the story. Now we're going to jump back in time, and then the final phase will be going back to where we were and finishing it off. And I think that they kind of get away with like, oh, we're going to start this whole thing off with a 
a uh, YA novel or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, because its primary goal, and I, I could be totally wrong, and, and I'm sure they'll prove me wrong if that's the case through the other books, but the primary purpose of this phase is to give more foundation and context and uh, understanding, whatever you want to say, to what we already have learned and setting up for the final phase. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, again, as you as you as you said, you know, this is just the first book, right? In the yeah. first phase, or excuse me, in the first wave. Um, so yeah, more more to come on that for sure. Yeah, and I'll continue to to let you guys know: is this phase worth um, reading? Which books are most important? Stuff like that. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> Because uh, I know some of you guys, uh, you know, you don't have time to or want to spend the time to read every single book. You just want to know the ones that are <laughs> right. vitally important. And that's kind of where Braxton that's is. That's kind of where and, I am. And I don't so, read as much. Well, I, I only read a fraction of mouth as Drew does. And I just don't feel like reading every single well, look and cranny. Yeah, and you had already, universe, you know, asked yeah. me, you're like, so should I, you know, should I read this, this or this not? One? And I, I think <laughs> yeah. I basically told you no. If yeah, I remember, yeah, right? I'm pretty so, sure. Yeah. He's like, um, I think you basically said what you said. Like, yeah, it, it gives more context, but really, at the end of the day, it's not like the next big step in the story. Right. And so, as things go on, maybe my opinions will change based on where the story goes. Right. Things of that nature. But as of right now, I would not say this is a must. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, was, I, I said this in a previous episode, but like, even even if this whole phase, which again, I hope to be wrong, but even if this whole phase is not super necessary and it's more just like to give you filler to give you foundation to give you background for what you already know mm -hmm. i'll probably still read the the adult novels because uh because i did really did enjoy the 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 adult novels in in phase one i really did mm -hmm. and i think it's a really unique look into a new era of star wars that is it's new but somehow because it's old in the in the area it kind of gives you that i don't know how to explain what i'm trying to say yeah, I know but uh yeah. So anyway, I'll probably read the the adult novels, but uh, we'll see how it plays out in terms of the story if it's necessary or not. So yeah. So moving into kind of our uh, main topics <laughs> of of the show, how do you want? Uh, what like, do you What do you want to do first? Kind of feel like we should have. Uh, discuss this before the well, podcast, but yeah. So, uh, what are you feeling right now? Do you want to do you want to talk some Andor or do you want to talk some Tales of the Jedi? I'd rather do Tales of the Jedi first because that's more what I've been You're interested be checked in. Checked out on Andor. <laughs> By the time we get to Andor, I'll be done. My so. man's checked out. <laughs> yeah, they're drooling, glazed eyes. <sighs> we still have a whole other podcast after this. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we work so hard for you, and you don't even respond to us. Yeah. Facebook. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I quit. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Okay, seriously. So, so, Tales of the Jedi. Um, as as you guys know, is a six episode short story anthology, uh, based around Count Dooku and Ahsoka. And this came out uh, as of yesterday from our recording, which would be October 26th on Wednesday. And uh, each of these episodes were approximately probably 10 to 20 minutes uh, in length, um, hovering around more like 15 on average. And there's three for Dooku and three for Ahsoka. So again, uh, I, I guess we could just kind of like, hey, episode one is this, and we'll kind of just go through the story, discuss our thoughts and feelings on it, I guess, right? Is that, you want to do it like that? Or what would be yeah, more expedient? I mean, I think we can... We can just go through them one by one, episode wise. Um, but I mean, before we before we do that though, I do I do want to ask, like, just right off the top, what was your which one was your favorite? Which episode? Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, as much as I love her, uh, the Dooku episodes were way better than the Ahsoka episodes for me. Now, I really enjoyed the Ahsoka episodes. <clears throat> no, I, I'm with you. But the I Dooku, agree. because I think it's because it's fresh. I mean, it, we've always wanted to know more about Dooku, and seeing him on screen is 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 pretty cool. Yeah, we were in uncharted territory, <laughs> right? Uh, in comparison to Ahsoka, that we have gotten so much of in yeah. Clone Wars and stuff, right? So I would have to say, and again, it's a kind of a toss up for me because there's the third Count Dooku episode is amazing. But I have to say, for just for myself, I think that my favorite one was probably episode two, which was uh, Count Dooku uh, and his young Padawan, mm-hmm. Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, and they're on this planet to to help like resolve the tension there or whatever. I have to say that's probably my favorite. Okay. Um, because I, I, I we finally start to see the transition of Dooku there into the dark side, or at least at the very least getting away from the Jedi. And of course we get to see Qui-Gon as a, as a Padawan, which is just, I mean, come on. Fun yeah. fact. Um, uh, Liam Neeson's son voiced Qui-Gon in that episode. Really? I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. That is cool. Yeah. yeah so. And it's just kind of on a side note, I, I texted this to you. You never responded, of course. Um, but I think I it was kind of this. hilarious. I don't remember this. Silence. You used to do. I don't remember you texting um, me. Yes, you did. No, I don't. Yes, you did. Anyway, so uh, I was just, I love the character models for Dooku and Qui-Gon because Dooku looks so cartoonish and he has this huge nose and it's just like, it's very like, it just doesn't look very detailed. All of a sudden you look at Qui-Gon and it's like literally like oh, this is the most beautiful, lifelike, <laughs> angelic sculpt of... They've always done that with Dooku though in, the, in that animation, like the Clone Wars animation. Yeah. They've always made Dooku look like this. Like, <laughs> why does he look like that? I don't I don't know why but, they but did it that it's way. Just, but. And it's like, okay, you know, whatever. It's a, it's, it's, it's a cartoon so they can get away with doing some weird designs. But what just cracked me up so much was how goofy Mm-hmm. he looked compared to Qui-Gon who's like again like this is yeah. perfect like you can like that looks exactly like a young uh, Liam <laughs> yeah, Neeson right, like right. you know anyway yeah. I thought that's funny yeah. um, so again I can I could argue that some of the other ones are better but I just just the inclusion of seeing Dooku kind of snap and seeing Qui-Gon as, as a Padawan those two things just really like resonated with me but what's what was your favorite uh, then uh, mine would have to be episode four, which is the the third episode of of oh yeah Duke, with Duke. yeah yeah. I say that um, that's that's that. I could, I could argue that that one was probably my favorite too, but that one was my favorite uh, for sure. Um, really, really enjoyed that one actually, and we'll talk about it more. But let's let's go ahead and start with episode one and yeah, get through that. Yeah, we yeah. can the ones that we're more passionate about. We can talk more about. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, starting with episode one, life and death. So this is the episode I saw at Celebration. Yeah. So I actually did not rewatch it. Yeah. I and now I, <laughs> it's probably the weakest episode. Probably now I I, I would say there's an a, a very large audience that yeah. is, that loves this episode. Sure. Because yeah. of their love for Ahsoka. Yeah. You're seeing a, a baby Ahsoka. Like her baby being Soka. born. So and um, so I know that's like that's a big thing probably for for a certain audience. Yeah. Not really for me though. Yeah. Um, we see also a very cool uh, look into Targruda, like classic Targruda. Uh, culture, you know, kind of the old yeah. ways of Targaryen culture. Uh, another really cool thing too, oh, and I guess I guess we should kind of stop here. Uh, of course, as always, when we do our main topics, there will be full spoilers. Um, we're Correct. Kind of yes. Full, yes. Diving yes. into this, right? Um, but yeah, full spoilers for this. So I apologize for not saying this earlier. Um, but anyway, I'm sure you probably don't care if you're listening to this. 
So, but yeah, no, what's also very cool is we see, um, you know, this this saber tooth tiger looking thing. And uh, we see the very first time in which Ahsoka taps into the force, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of like like a lot of Jedi do. <laughs> um, uh, apologies for the dog's bark. The hell hounds have awoken. <laughs> um, no, but for real, though. Uh, anyway guys we're back in um no for real though but we see this very cool thing where she connects with this animal as a lot of kind of like uh jedi do they connect with the animals we see ezra Mm -hmm. do it a lot in rebels you know etc and of course she comes back riding it (laughs) and i think i think in the the end what this episode really what this episode really does is is goes to show you that Ahsoka was very special from the get go, right? Right. She right. was not ever going to be just an ordinary uh, mm-hmm. person. She was she was always meant for more, always meant for something greater. Yeah. And yeah. and that shows in the fact that even as a little baby, she she soothes and controls this this massive beast, beast. right? Yeah. And comes yeah, yeah. riding in, and that and that's kind of that that beginning of oh this this yeah. girl is something something very special now this is something so minor but what kind of caught me off guard i don't know even know why it's just so minor you guys are probably thinking like why would you even think this but it was so funny to me that this targruda like matriarch you know refers to her all of a sudden as like she's jedi like it's just like on almost every culture and throughout star wars you especially in these like old world type cultures that we see mm-hmm. they always have their own like name for the force, they already have like, their own like name sure. for people who ha- deal with the force and stuff. So it just kind of caught me on guard. Like, why would she just immediately call her a Jedi? Like, why would mm-hmm. she say like, oh, she's one with the force, or why she's? Yeah, I don't know. It's just something. It's not a negative thing. It's just kind of funny to me. Well, if like, I remember right, she the the matriarch clearly has some kind of like force connection too, right? Or, she sensed it or whatever. I think there was yeah something. I, it's been again, it's been a while since I watched it because I didn't rewatch it, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. If I remember correctly, but yeah, I mean, it was a it was a a, a fun little story, a very lighthearted oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. story. But then brings us into episode two, Justice, which then takes a much darker turn, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The the contrast there is is quite significant. Um, as we go into episode two, where it, we're now telling the story of Dooku, I want to say very interesting that they they chose to first play. The first episode being Ahsoka, and then immediately jump to a Dooku, and then jump to the three Dooku episodes, or the three but, in a row. Well, yeah. but the reason is they, for whatever reason, they chose to do it in chronological order. I mean, uh, that has to be it, right? That, that was, must be it. That, yeah. I assume that that's the case, right? Man, you'd almost think that, like, that you would think that this event with Ahsoka, like being born stuff like that, that would that would fall after this episode. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Hold on a second. Let me let me tap into the force, aka his his notes. <laughs> yeah, let me look. At, I don't remember where I stuck it in my timeline. I don't know. For some reason, I just in my in in back of my mind, I would just feel like she was born like really close to Phantom Menace, if not after Phantom Menace or something like that. Because she doesn't even come become a Padawan, which is like what 10, 12 maybe. Yeah, I have it. I have the Dooku, the first two Dooku episodes before that. Yeah, so it's that a, would make sense, I guess. So it's not Qui Gon. Yeah, Qui Gon's young, so yeah, I mean, so Qui- it wouldn't it wouldn't be chronological? Qui Gon's literally older yeah. and then dead. Well, think about this: Qui Gon died when Anakin was just a kid, like younger than. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, now, so, it's like now we're thinking about it. it didn't even make sense. About it doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. <laughs> so it's clearly but, not chronological. But so, but, but well, that so I have no idea why they did it that way. Then I guess is what yeah. I'm getting at. I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. It's it's very strange that they chose to put the one Ahsoka episode first, and then maybe they thought if they start with Dooku, it would scare people off, and they're like, it oh, could. this is too dark. It could. <laughs> but then again, you, one could argue that like, oh, it's like this random little baby character, and it's too sweet, like it may drive some people off. But I, I guess you win some, you lose some, you're never going to like have the right yeah. formula. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. It's anyway. an interesting choice. That's awesome. But, so in this second episode, Justice, like I said, we see a younger but mature Dooku. He is the, uh, he's a Jedi Knight. Uh, at this point, and he has a Padawan, which is, of course, Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, and they go to this planet, and again, as kind of mentioned earlier, they're trying to um, they're trying to resolute some tension here, dissolve some tension uh, between uh, the leadership of this 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 planet and their their native inhabitants. And um, make a very long story short, you know, they came on kind of the behest of the Jedi Order, and not by the behest of the Senate. And so the the senator who's kind of corrupted and evil and uh, mistreating his people, like he doesn't know that he's they're there. Um, and these people have kidnapped his son, and they're coming in, and uh, you know they're trying to solve this. And, and basically, the son gets convinced, and even you know Dooku and Qui Gon to some degree that like this is actually they're they're doing it to just get attention. Like, hey, please see what's going on here. Yeah. And that they're not just evil, but they're desperate. Um, long story short, um, we see, uh, and again, we see this throughout the three episodes, but again, we see just little tidbits of like conversation and little tidbits of, um, things that Dooku observes, which is so cool that that continually gets a, a worse and worse image of the Jedi. But anyway, um, long story short, the, the Senator dad comes in with his little army basically and tries to take back his son and so Dooku and Qui-Gon naturally try to intervene or like hey you know we're here to to resolute this stand down and he's like no you know you 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 serve the senate and he's like no we serve the people and uh but that was one of those little moments right he's like yeah yeah the Jedi serves the senate not the people anyway he's like hmm and uh well I I don't want to get too deep into it but anyway um, so basically they're fighting a losing battle just as classic Jedi, right? Just deflecting the, the, the blaster, uh, you know, yeah. bolts, I guess what you guys mm-hmm. call it anyway. And, uh, and people are dying, getting hit and fall. And eventually Dooku just gets mad. Also, he yeah. just starts cho- like force choking the Senator and starts killing all of the, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the, the, the guards or whatever. And, uh, it was, that was so baller. I have to admit, I'm like, that was so good. Yeah. And again, like the, the you know the animation is just, just on another it's level. It's so, yeah. It looks so good, and it's so the way they 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 created this. It feels so dark the whole time. Oh, like it's yeah. just like the gritty darkness yeah. of it all. It's it's it feels different than when you watch Clone Wars. Oh yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like through these episodes, yeah, really through all of them almost, other than than some of the Ahsoka stuff. But even some of the Ahsoka stuff that takes place Later in on, those darker yeah. times has that gritty darkness to it but i yeah I just want to give a shout out to how good it looks yeah so it, it, and i could kind of give you more detail but that's really about it and basically the you know qui-gon go get, gets the sun says go save your dad he yeah, gets between yeah. dooku mm-hmm. and his, his dad and says please don't do this you know and then but at the end of the day it, it's all better you know you can clearly tell that the center's like humiliated and he won't talk and he gets you know ships away but you know it's all better seemingly 
and uh, you know they're gonna send aid to these people and stuff. But Qui Gon's is like, you know, or Qui Gon's like, you know, why did you take this into your own hands like this, you know? And uh, and basically, Duke is just like, sometimes you have to do that to get stuff done, you know. And that was kind of the end of the episode. But uh, it was just, I don't know why I just love that so much. Well, and what's funny is like they wait to do the name drop on Qui Gon till the end. Yeah, and it's like. Like we know who it is. <laughs> was it really anyone that didn't understand? I mean, I guess it probably was. Yeah. I shouldn't, you know. But like I said, but it was like yeah. it was like a one to one sculpt of of, <laughs> of Liam Neeson's head. Yeah. Like it did not need to. Yeah, it's anyway. funny. Though. Um, but 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 it was kind of cool though too because you could see how different Qui Gon was, even from not just Dooku but from the Jedi too uh, of that time. And he's like, you know. I don't know, just to show that he's kind of a different Jedi and how he approached it differently than yeah. Dooku did. It's just cool. Anyway. Yes. So I spent way too much time on that. But go Very ahead. good. Go so ahead. then going into episode three, which is uh, titled Choices. Another good episode. Uh, yeah. So this is where we get Count Dooku and Mace Windu. Yeah. Uh, so Mace Windu looks exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> a little alien-like. A little more alien-like. But yeah. 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 I'll give you that. Kind of a bulbous but, head, big but eyes. He kind of always has a, but he kind of always looks that way. What are you saying about Samuel L. Jackson, man? <laughs> I'm just saying the way they draw him. No, or whatever. I know, I know. But but yeah, he looks exactly the same as he does in any other animation whatsoever. <laughs> it's just like they really did not try to like make him younger. I thought maybe you know maybe give him some hair. You know what I mean? Something, Something to, to make it like oh this is before yeah. you know. But yeah. anyway, no, he looks ex- like he's wearing. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they they were um, sent to get a Jedi's body that uh, for a proper burial. Yeah, because she died on this planet. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, they 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 go to I don't know where the planet is, but yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, they're there to see a Senator Lyric. Yeah, and they they go and and meet this informant and and to, and to put here like from the get go, Duke is already like suspicious. Like, how did this Jedi die? You know, like what what is what is the circumstances that right. happened? You know, right? Oh, and also, is this the no? That was which episode is it that that Duku basically says we're doing this without the? It's no, oh, it is this episode. This I don't is know what like, you're talking. About. He he. Him and and uh, Mace Windu are talking about um, what they're doing, and, and basically he's saying that the council. Oh yeah, like basically do, or Mace Windu keeps saying that we need to take this back, this information back to right. the Senate or uh, uh, to the, the council, council yeah. and let them decide what to do. And he's and yeah, Duke is like, we're going to take this into our own hands. Like we're going to right, this, you know, right. So uh, moving on, they're they're eventually ambushed by guards. Uh, and then we get some fighting there and Dooku kills one of them. And, and, uh, there's one final guy that's, that's down and he admits that he killed, uh, the Jedi. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, what happens after basically, that? I'm to remember. Basically the, <laughs> and so basically the son uh, so there, it's like a father and son kind of situation there, mm-hmm. these two guards. And the son's like, you know, you sent it pigs or you sent it dogs, like servants of the Senate, you'll, you'll die. And so uh, he gets up and tries to shoot him and, and Mace Windu blocks it and hits him. And the dad's like, no, no. 
and basically what what comes comes around is that like basically everything this dad saying like everything that you do is for the senate you know you're not peacekeepers you're you're soldiers for the senate and and it's yeah. so cool because you see all of a sudden you see Duke, it goes to stuka's face no nothing said you can see him like the the, the mm-hmm. gears turning he's like gears turning, oh yeah. my gosh you're right like holy cow like you just oh at the end of the day the jedi only protect the rich and wealthy that's what that's what he said yeah. and and that's when he's like Oh my gosh, maybe you're right. And so then it kind of clips to him being in a jail cell, and uh, he's, you know, everyone kind of walks off, but Dooku stays behind, and he's like, yeah. Basically, it's like, uh, although I don't approve of your methods, I do understand where you're coming from, and I, and he's like, oh, I don't, I would not expect to hear this from a Jedi, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. it's so cool because you just get to see that how he turned and why he turned to the dark side, right? You know? And and then they go back to, uh, they bring the body back to the council. Yeah, and, this is cool. And this yeah. is a cool moment because, well, well, first of all, the like little funeral scene that they do is is neat, and how the the light you know shoots I up love and that. yeah, was, and they're in this dark room, and that yeah. was cool. But afterwards, uh, Mace Duku and Mace Windu are, are standing outside, and 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 Duku Master Windu, a moment. <laughs> yeah, and he was basically he's like. So Mace Windu got seat on the council. So, so the we Jedi that died. The Jedi that died is the reason that Mace Windu gets seat on the council. So Which that's kind of interesting. Cool. Yeah. But but basically he's like, did you do this? Did you already know did about you, this before this happened? Yeah. And, and basically, did you do all this just so you could get a seat on the council? Yeah. This is essentially what he was accusing him of. Uh-huh. And then Mace Windu's like, no, I didn't. You know, I was just I as was, surprised as you. I was were. Just surprised as you were. Yeah. Which honestly. I kind of wonder if yeah if there was I I kind of wonder if that was like multi layered like I wonder if Mace Windu wasn't necessarily honest in that yeah I I, I, I don't see know that but but basically Mace Windu said the reason you didn't get it instead of me is because mm-hmm. you went against protocol and went against what the you know right blah 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 right yeah and and so um you can tell he's kind of annoyed with with all of that and then he just yeah. kind of turns around and looks off into the sky but, yeah. yeah it's just kind of a cool <laughs> sad duke there. hours yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tear rolls down his face yeah. i want to be in the castle <laughs> you gave me the rank of master but you don't give me a <laughs> anyway um so yeah then that kind of brings us to our fourth episode which is kind of the craziest of the bunch and this is drew's favorite it's called the sith lord yeah and this one this one is just this wow. is a great episode this yeah. is, this one's great um and and so the first thing we see is we see uh, Count Dooku walking through the archives. Uh-huh. And, oh, and, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, he's walking through, and you can tell he's like trying to be kind of shady. Yeah, you know? a little shady. And he goes, and he and basically he goes in and deletes Camino. So there you <laughs> go, folks. That's how you. That's, that's how it happened. Yeah. Well, so, when, so let's say this real quick, just back up mm-hmm. on an overview level. This episode actually answers so many questions and lore. <laughs> yeah, this it does. Episode is, it does. It's so it's only like fifteen minutes long, and it answers at least like three to four questions. It's so cool. Anyway, yeah. So cool, but yeah. So he deletes Planet Camino. Yeah. From the records, and um, so then you 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 notice everybody's like excited or something, and he's like, like what's going so he's on? Like, what's going on? And Say Qui Gon's encountered a Sith Lord uh-huh. in Tatooine. So, so this is so cool because yeah. this is in Phantom Menace, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So that and was really cool. I'm gonna be honest with you, like I knew this but didn't know this. Like I think I already knew it, but I just kind of caught me off guard to think that like Dooku was still in the Jedi Order during Phantom Menace. So I, I don't know that that's necessarily the case. Yeah, I think what we I think that Dooku was welcomed at the he wasn't 
actually but in. he wasn't actually in anymore oh okay that's my understanding because i think at this point in the timeline he would already have stepped away as a jedi Okay. But yeah. he was, but multiple sources, different books and things have talked about how he was always welcomed at the temple and he would come and, and visit and, and stuff. Oh, but I don't think okay. he was necessarily like a in, full-fledged Jedi, though. like yeah. in, in the order. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where we're at at this Makes point. Sense. Um, and so, and, 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 and honestly, one of the, the main things of that is he, he's never met Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's true. So, so well, so so it kind of clips a little bit later on, and Qui Gon's finally back at the uh, right. temple, and he meets up with them. And of course, that in that scene, we also see the the queen herself, Yaddle. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he meets up with Qui Gon, and he's like, you know, because he's about to go in this room or whatever. And he's like, hold on, you know, my young Padawan. And he said, uh, you know, he's basically I just asked him about this this Sith Lord and talking to him about it, and uh, and meeting up with them. And I don't remember where I was going with that. My mind went blank, but yeah. Because <laughs> I was trying to tie it back to something you just said, but I don't remember what you just said. Well, so we know um, that... So Qui-Gon has returned, and and uh, Yaddle is, is there. Um, and uh, so the, Yaddle is uh, voiced by... Um, the Jurassic Queen. Jurassic Queen, yeah. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Bryce, Dallas, Bryce Dallas Howard, who is uh, uh, Ron Howard's daughter, who has directed in The Mandalorian. Yeah, in case you didn't know, her dad directed Jurassic Park. In <laughs> yeah. case you didn't know. There's, in case you guys don't know about that joke, like that back in during Mandalorian season one, mm. like when we did those reviews, that yeah. was a huge inside joke then. Yeah, so yeah. go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so she's the voice of Yaddle, and and here's the thing, guys. Uh, we we it's officially revealed that uh, Yoda's yeah. species yeah. doesn't talk like Yoda. Yoda yeah. just has a speech impediment. <laughs> like <laughs> Yoda just has a straight this, up speech impediment. Yeah, like he like he's <laughs> he's an outcast. He doesn't <laughs> like the rest of them. Come on, Yoda. Like uh, so, Grogu, you know. Gonna yeah. talk like his mom, not his dad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because exactly. let's be. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Actually, I have another theory, but we'll get to that. We'll yeah, to that. I have the other. Theory. Oh, you have another theory too. Oh, of why Yoda speaks like he does. No. Oh. Oh no. What's your What's your theory on why Yoda speaks the way he does? <laughs> um. <laughs> sometimes I have to be careful because I I have things that pop in my head. Careful. That I shouldn't say. Careful. On a on a, on a clean family friendly <laughs> podcast. No, but Watch some people it. said I, I saw some. <laughs> stop taunting Watch. me, okay? Don't don't goad me into saying something I shouldn't. No, um, I heard some people say that like basically he's so old that common was spoke differently when he learned it, and so you know because how we have the these and thous in, in modern you know in old English. I don't like that though. I'm just saying that's what some people said. Also, honestly, none. There's there's no really, in my opinion, there is no good reason because yeah, no matter yeah. what you i don't know I don't, I don't know well anyways we'll we'll move on uh so uh i think it's 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 not long after that that then it jumps forward again and dooku uh has said his goodbyes to qui-gon the qui-gon's died qui-gon has died the council are going to naboo uh-huh. for the for the, the the funeral or whatever and and dooku um 
Basically, and Yaddle's says, like, well, he's like, would you like to come along with the council yeah. uh, as, an, as a formal invitation? And he's like, I don't think I would be very good company. And she's like, oh, you blame the council for this? And uh, I don't remember exactly what he says after that, but kind of like, yeah, a little bit. And it's kind of cool. A little throwback is that, that where he's sitting is in front of that like like life tree or whatever, mm-hmm. which you see in uh, the final episode of season six of Clone Wars. Kind of interesting. Yes. Only time we've seen that. Um, and so he's kind of sitting there and it's like the tree's dead, you know, and the leaves are like falling off and he's just yeah. sitting there like sullen. And it's like, it's cool. Cause like, dude, like that's the moment that's when, the moment. and we've talked about this before and that's kind of like the understood, um, lore before Disney came in that like what really drove, uh, what truly like the very end of the day, like the, the final nail in the coffin that drove Dooku to the dark side was when Qui-Gon died. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like the common thing, but I think that's really shown there too. It's like, you can just see like the darkness is over him. He's just like, I'm done. This is the, this is the. Well, and what's interesting is it's, it's kind of because of his own things he's putting into motion <laughs> that, that, yeah. that Qui-Gon has died. Right. Yeah. And, and he, and he knows it. Yeah. And that's why he eventually, he immediately leaves and uh-huh. he heads straight to the emperor himself. And, yeah. And, and, and Yaddle knowing him. something's, something's up yeah she follows him to see where he goes and and so he gets there of course we see the emperor voiced by ian mcdermott in this of course naturally um and and he uh he's basically like you let maul or you let maul go too far and killing this was never the plan like you know he's like what what's the deal i kind of wish i'd seen a little more push from dooku on that Mm -hmm. because he pretty much pretty quickly just kind of like yes master you know and yeah and, and kind of just i think for for i honestly i think i would have liked to have seen dooku dooku go to palpatine and like with the intent of killing palpatine over killing Ooh. qui-gon yeah or at least confronting him with the violence type thing and yeah. then and then being essentially beaten into submission that would have been good i think yeah. that would have been a much more powerful and because instead he goes and is like you you went too far, but then he just kind of moves on. He's like, this is for a greater cause, and you know it. Da, da, da. And he, like, you know what okay, I mean? Fine. It's like, you know, yeah, it kind of takes cool. away from the the understanding of how much Quite we, we ass- to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, what would have been cool is like basically he went and then they fought, and then basically Palpatine beat him down, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they notice Yaddle, and he's like, here's how you can prove my loyalty after I beat you down. Right. That would have yeah. been kind of a cool thing, but yeah. So, anyways, that's kind of a minor complaint, but um. So then, of course, Yaddle overhears it. So now Yaddle, like, she knows, right? Yeah. So basically, confronts she, she confronts him, and, and Dooku's like, oh, you overheard. So basically, Dooku's like, oh, There's I, no choice yeah, now. I yeah. got to kill you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I, I basically, I've done too much. Like, I can't yeah, go back. Exactly. Now. And so uh, here we get a fight, really cool fight scene, with, and, and, uh, I do like there. There's a, you see some Yoda in there. You see some Yoda in her moves, <laughs> right, right. like she's doing some a little flippy uh, stuff, some little yeah. flips and bouncing off the wall and stuff. Yeah, that they definitely mirrored off of oh, Yoda. Yeah. I wish we would have gotten a little more answers on the relationship. I, w- I would have loved one scene with Yaddle and Yoda. Mm, yeah. Mm, underground girlfriend shit. <laughs> Baby <would've> mama. <laughs> Stay very far away from baby mama, I must. Or even, even like, bickering, like, brother and sister. Or something, or yeah. Some, it yeah. would have been interesting to see yeah. whatever they would have come up with for that. Got them better, you have. <laughs> but, uh, <How> yeah. <laughs> so then they're fighting, and 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 Dooku gets Yaddle in, like, the, the doorway. Because yeah. Yaddle's, like, 
you can tell Yato's like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to die. I got to get out of here. They're yeah. Like, I'm not going to win this. Yeah. So she's like, you can tell she's kind of looking, okay, my ship's back there. How do I get to it? And then that's when Dooku uh, closes the door. It looks like it like cuts her in half. Right? Yeah. Like smashes her at least. And so yeah. I thought this was an interesting choice as well because so then they kind of move on like, oh, she's dead, you know, but and then all, the door all of a sudden the door rising up, rises yeah. back up. <laughs> And they're the triumphant music and everything, and she goes <laughs> like, and then <laughs> she just dies. No. And then she, and then yeah, but she's still, she she falls over. She's like exhausted, I guess, because yeah. she used so much force. I don't know. It's like it's kind of a dumb cop out. But and uh, and then Dooku just kills her anyways. I'm not sure what the point of. I'm not really sure what the point of it was. <laughs> of that part just was just to show that she's powerful. I, I guess. Kinda? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, again, I'm 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 like. I'm complaining about Very stuff minor, here, minor but, but I, I I truly did really I, love this genuinely episode. Genuinely love yeah. this episode. I yeah. love this episode. It's really really good. Um, but so here's here's what I wanted to to, to say is so Yaddle Yaddle then dies in the yeah. room with with Palpatine. Yeah. And and Dooku, right? Yeah. So I think Grogu is born right there. <laughs> I think Grogu probably was cloned from her body they had her they had access to her body yeah yeah they could have took it to camino or whatever and and because now that we know the sith lords Uh literally had her body Uh that changes everything in my opinion that's true i mean why it would make it into a male though you know what i'm saying i don't i don't know but that that i don't know necessarily but it could have just been I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean they made a, a exact replica, right? Yeah, they, they could have true extrapolated the DNA and like reformed it into something else type thing. I don't right. know. Right now, know. now there was always that one line in the first season of Mandalorian that they they say something about it not being a clone, right? Wasn't there something that said about I don't know? Does but I don't remember. It doesn't matter because that dude could have been wrong. But yeah, it could have been basically, I'm just things. saying yeah. that does bring a whole new uh, level of. Now, the only question would then be. But we know that Grogu goes back to the temple. Exactly, though, and that was right? what I was going to okay. say. Okay, that, that, that does still bring the question of then, well, how and why would Grogu be back at the temple? And so, but anyways, just a thought. I thought yeah. I would throw out there because it is interesting that you know, in the end, she ends up being. Killed yeah. right there in front of the Sith Lords. Maybe the males and, have the babies. And honestly, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> poor Yoda. Yoda, he's pregnant. Apparently, <laughs> I have the childbearing hips. I do. <laughs> baby mama, more like baby dada. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah, I. Don't, I, I I don't know <laughs> how that would necessarily all work out, but I do think, you know, listen, there was a male and a female species of of Yoda. The only ones that we know of. And the only ones that we ever know of. And there just yeah. so happens to also be a baby one of those also at the temple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you can't yeah. tell me it's not their child. I'm just Come saying on. you cannot tell me. Come on. And it's like that goes against everything that Yoda believes in, and that's the only problem but it with make, it. But it kind of makes sense, though, because like at the end of the He's end like, of, the, of all, mm, like out of duty, I am doing this. <laughs> a greater, a greater duty to my species, I am doing. This, like, it transcends my oath to the Jedi Order. But what if that is like? What if that was? What if it was like? Uh, 
like a continuance of life and they're yeah, getting no, no, his no. own pardon. Like, like being, yeah, like in the all seriousness, it's like they, they're the only ones they know of. So to to continue <laughs> the sense. species, yeah. it was like, uh, okay, this can happen. Like the like order was like, this can happen old, because the, we need the species not to die off. And so Yoda's like, mm, a win I have. A <laughs> <laughs> mm, free, free card I have. <laughs> Free pass. Use this wisely, I shall. <laughs> uh, so many things I want to say right now, but to keep our clean rating on Apple Podcasts, I am not going to say anything. <laughs> There's so many funny things I can say, though. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I have so many things I want to say right now. Oh, but anyways. Uh, yeah. Great episode great episode um to see in 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 dooku killing yaddle i think is supposed to be the very last like yeah like there's no that, coming back that yeah that if there was ever a chance of him coming back if there's any ounce of the light side left in him right. it died when when yaddle died right and when he when he essentially executed her he 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 completely gave in to the dark side at that point, uh-huh. and and you know very similar to kind of Anakin and and with Anakin killing Mace Windu, I think was kind of the final nail in the coffin too, right? Like when he right. when he with Palpatine killed Mace Windu, yeah. Or well, killed. Yeah, I'm using unquote, I'm using air quotations yeah. right now for you guys. Quote unquote. Um, That's still when he there. when he cut off his hand, <laughs> or do, um, yeah, did whatever he but, did. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, so that that was inter- interesting to see, and absolutely a huge piece of lore that will forever be important. Like, oh yeah, that's gonna be an episode that uh, in the future, like, to, yeah, yeah, gonna reference yeah. back to. And honestly, kind of like I would love to rewatch episode one with those instances thrown in. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Because it kind of yeah. does what what Clone Wars did for uh, Revenge of the Sith. Where True. it filled in some things True. like that episode kind of did that for Phantom Menace. There's some spots mm-hmm. in there you could throw that in, and, and would be interesting like, to watch. Oh, that kind of that kind of that that, that 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 like I said seals the cracks, so to speak. You know, yeah. a little bit. Anyway, yeah, so really cool. So the fifth episode is uh, coming back finally to Ahsoka. It is called Practice Makes Perfect, and this is actually kind of just a really simple, like straightforward. I feel episode, yeah, very simple. Right? Not really a whole lot to Not say too here, much to it. Yeah, but. I, I did find what they did with it very cool. Yeah, yeah. Because what we of course we do get uh, I have to give a shout out to my man Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi Wan, um, who is visually different than we've ever seen him in oh, Clone yeah. Wars because yeah. they they kept his hair longer the like Jedi Attack Mollet, of the baby. Clones. Yeah. So he's already trans he's already got his clone armor on, but he still has like the hairstyle of his Attack of the Clones. Right. Where they had already started to try to shift him a little more towards episode three appearance and right. when they did the clone wars animation so right uh so that was cool to see um and uh so in that episode we do essentially ahsoka is doing really well with the typical like training that uh the jedi at her age are getting right she's yeah. like phenomenal with the droids they can't touch her right so you know kenobi and uh who else was in there with them like the trainer was like that Tara Sanubi. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. they're in there and they're like, you know, this is impressive. You're doing oh, well. She's doing very good. And Hankin's like, no, this isn't. Yeah. It's it's impressive for the average person. Is like, but you don't need to be average. Right. And Anakin, Anakin has seen 
you know, he he's seeing what he knows she can be. Like he knows she can do much yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, of course, gets Rex and the boys, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and basically wants her to train with them. And of course, they yeah. circle around her, start shooting, and they take her out really quickly. And yeah, and so essentially the the entire rest stunned, of the episode first of all, all stunned, stunned yeah <laughs> the entire rest of the episode is just her getting back up and retrying over and over again yeah and so it does that over and over and then all of a sudden it jumps time right and you see it's later um it's the end of season seven well not wars. well not yet oh. it jumps one time before that and it's just like sometime during the clone wars i don't know exactly when but it was yeah oh. it jumps once must have forgotten and, and she's doing better now but she still hasn't hasn't done like perfect, oh, okay. and then and then it jumps again, and it's it's towards the very end of it, and she's um she's blocking them all. Yeah, blocking yeah. them all, and Gotta then block them all. and then it goes to the very end, uh, where uh they they go into the room with all the after Order sixty six, right? And it and basically the whole episode was just a show that like. It was because of Anakin's um, teaching and, well, and... Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and Rex literally says, like, let's see if all that training paid let's off. see if all that training paid <laughs> off. Now, one thing and, they didn't show, which I was kind of surprised they didn't at least show a clip of it, but so when she's doing the training, right, with all the, the, the 501st uh, all around her, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's blocking the... the mm-hmm. It literally, it's the exact same thing in the like one of the last episodes of season seven of Clone Wars, where she's sitting on that little like like a hologram, hologram table, table and yeah. she's blocking all yep. of the bullets up into the thing, mm-hmm. and, and, but but that's the exact scenario, which was kind of a cool thing. I wish I wish they kind of like showed just a glimpse of that to remind people, like people like you and me, and maybe some of our listeners would remember that. But right. anyway, but yeah, super just super cool when it when it went to that and showed her walking in. I I was just like, okay, that's pretty cool. I'm yeah, glad that was yeah, neat. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it, it not really like anything real like significant out of the episode, but right. still cool to see and uh, and, and let's preface to that you're not going to get a lot of crazy new things because there's so much about Ahsoka that we know of and that we've seen through all the different shows like Clone Wars, Rebels, etc. Um, and so that's why I think the the Dooku episodes were so substantial because you don't have that. But anyway. Right. So moving on to our last episode and the final short, which is yes. called Resolve. And uh basically this is this is a few years after Order 66 has occurred and she's basically pulling a uh Whoa, 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 whoa. Before that, it it's right after Revenge of the Sith. And she's at um Padme's funeral. Oh goodness, I keep forgetting yeah. like little so things. It here. shows yeah. Padme's uh, funeral going on and it shows that she that she was like you know she's got a hood on it but she's watching it and Belle happens yeah. to see her in the crowd yeah and and that's uh, when you know he basically tells her like you're crazy for being here and you yeah. probably need to get out of here <laughs> yeah yeah and and so she she leaves and then it jumps forward. Well, and he gives her that. like a little oh, transponder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives her the transponder, yeah. But so cutting cutting forward a few years and, and she's trying to pull a, a, an Obi-Wan uh, where she's kind of working yeah. out in like yeah. this rural area. and uh, But not doing it nearly successfully hiding-wise <laughs> because um, <laughs> it was just such a goofy scene. I loved, I loved the episode and I love Ahsoka, but it was such a goofy scene. That basically like they're working, they're 
you know, piling up these hay bales and basically, you know, of course, it's like one of them's being like sloppy and they and she's like, oh, I don't care if it's going to fall or rah, rah, you know, and they go off and, it, and all these hay bales almost fall on this girl. And so Ahsoka uses the force to kind of block her and, and push the hay bales away from her. But of course, they pan over after this has already happened like 30 seconds ago and she's still sitting there holding her <laughs> hand out. I'm like, what are you doing? You know you're not supposed to do that and you're going to hold this pose, not even using the force for like 30 seconds so someone sees you. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Anyway. Um, but anyways, this is an arbitrary thing. But but long story short, it kind of goes away. That girl's the only one that saw it. But then so that, that night... Or uh, you know, she kind of confronts her in, in a in a good way, like "Hello, Mister Master Jedi," and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, oh, "You know, I know what you did." And she's like, "You're mistaken." Da 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 da. And uh, she yeah, she like, has this big shocked look on her face. She's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a Jedi. And it's like, "No, you're a citizen," as Mace Windu would put it. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, hurt feelings. Anyway, um, <laughs> but of course, this like, you know, Imperial bootlicker sympathizer uh guy who thinks the empire is good um overhears and turns her in so while that girl and ahsoka is off the next day to, to deliver some hay bales to the empire port somewhere they come back and all of a sudden this village that they were working at is on fire and everything's burning and you don't see very many people and all of a sudden the, that guy that turned her in and like another cohort of their of theirs, you know, are laying on the ground at saber point by an inquisitor. Um, very cool. And the, the inquisitor looks pretty sick. Like they yeah, has, has like this like, cool. sick, like almost like a, a, a bone bird looking mask. Very cool. Yeah. And we don't know how much time has passed. Right. Um, at this point after revenge of the Sith, I don't believe it ever really tells but you. Assume no, it can't be too, not too much, much time. Right? Yeah. Um, but Clearly, and this is how we know it's not too far, because I feel like clearly at this point they're just trying to pump out Inquisitors because we see the Inquisitor confront Ahsoka, and not to, you know, you know, count my, my eggs, you know, chickens before they hatch, you know, but basically uh, Ahsoka confronts him with no lightsaber, and he has his, you know, double-sided, mm -hmm. and just stomps him. I mean, just literally, like, Immediately. Just, just dodges a couple different times. And like uses the lightsaber and turns it on him and just yeah. you know cuts his head off basically. It was um, it was amazing. It was awesome. But clearly this Inquisitor was not very skilled. Yeah, and you know I thought they were going for a big reveal with this yeah, person. Like that, who that was? Yeah. yeah, but no, no. It was just a. I, it, and I think it, that's. And I think that was a, that. that was in, the point. in the end, it was the point that that character didn't matter. It wasn't it, yeah. it wasn't important. But I really thought it was actually going to be right. something. Right. And so I was waiting to try to like figure it out, and then the mask. You know, the mask fell, and I was like, oh, they're going to show. <gasps> but no, no. <laughs> just Bieber. Anyway. Um, just Bieber. <laughs> no, but, no, but it also, it was. Beats. What happened? <laughs> and he's like, mask was like, baby, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we have, we're going way too long. We have more Coming to soon to a theater near you. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, oh, but, but it was also, you can tell he wasn't like super standardized in how he was dressed compared to later on when we see how standardized the dress of right. Inquisitors were. The, it was like they hadn't figured out their, right. their so, garb just yet. So it just another point that furthers that this was pretty early on. So yeah. anyway, and that was that was pretty much it. Yeah, and so the one thing I do want to point out here about this episode in particular is uh, there's some controversy here with this episode because uh, there was a book written called Ahsoka Whoa. by E.K. Johnston. 
and this came out years ago at this point, but it essentially told this story, but not this story. Mm. So a lot of similarities, but definitely not the exact same story. Um, in yeah. that story, she's hunted down by an inquisitor, but um, by name, the fifth brother, mm. who we have seen um, in other in other instances, and this clearly wasn't the fifth brother. And it was when she killed the fifth brother, she took his lightsabers and purified them, and that's how uh, she got the two yeah. white lightsabers. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and... This seems to imply that she's essentially going to do the same thing with the ones she just got. Right. So basically, it has officially taken a canon novel and just retconned it. it. Yeah, yeah. So for the first time in in Disney's uh, in Disney publishing like contradicting themselves. history, they've officially yeah. essentially had to completely retcon this novel. Yeah. Uh, which. In the grand scheme of things, not that big of a deal, right? right? It was a young adult novel that was written years ago at this yeah. point. Yeah. But to there's a lot of upset canon fans right like, now I saying, love that book and this, this was canon. And, this is yeah. this was the story, and Dave Filoni approved it, and because yeah. he's he's he had said that was it was a story. Yeah. But he's now decided Filoni's decided. Well, actually, I want to I want to mm, tell the story. Actually. And well, and I'm doing it differently, and yeah. that's upset some people, and me. I'm like it's whatever. Yeah. It's honestly it's not that different that you know. As they've always said, what you see on the screen, that's what I was about to say, ends up being the more important than anything else. Yeah, we we watched like I think we watched something that that mentioned like there's a hierarchy of yeah, yeah, canonicity, yeah. Uh-huh. you know, right. and basically the, the taking the bottom tier is whatever's written, you know, uh, specifically the bottom is probably like comics, and then the higher than that's books, and then higher than that's like animation, higher than that's TV shows and higher that's movies, you right, know. Right, right. But uh, but yeah, since you know this was actually on screen, it does take precedence over what was right. written. So, but this is the first instance where I'm going to be taking a book from my my <laughs> canon Star Wars shelf in chronological order and removing one. Ooh. The first time since, since this is all started. So, just kind of interesting. This feels so I think empty. the I think the publishing restarted in 2014, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, so. Um, so the first time since 2014, I will be removing wow. a book from my Star Wars canon bookshelf. So just be thinking about that. Naughty, it's naughty. Interesting, interesting, <laughs> interesting uh, place we're in right now. Yeah. So, so that concludes um, the our kind of a review of Tales of the Jedi. So hopefully you enjoyed that. And if you guys did like that show or that little anthology series, please let us know. Um, and uh, just for the fun of it, you know, if in the comments, you know, uh, since you didn't answer, um, <laughs> go ahead and tell us <laughs> if you would have any anthology series, but any other characters like this, what would you like to see? What characters? And if there's any kind of cool little gaps in, um. Uh, lore that you're like, yeah, I wish they would have answered that. Tell us what you think and like how an anthology would solve that. So yeah, so here I'm gonna, uh, I'm I'm gonna make this this uh, pretty simple here. Um, we we're missing multiple episodes of Andor. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing, guys. You've already watched those episodes. They're kind of old news at this point. Yeah, and I'm sorry if you were dying to hear our impressions on them. I really am. Yeah, but we're probably at this point not going to go through and talk about each episode super specifically. Yeah, but we'll at least definitely at least talk a little bit about the newest one. Right. And right. if you have anything you want to mention or reference in about in the previous ones, go for it. Right. But we're we're not going to go into super big detail at this point. 
specifically more than anything because Tales of the Jedi also came out this week, right. and that was kind of a bigger one for for you and me, right? Um, and we wanted to make sure we talked about that. So, so, so let's just very quickly uh, in a very high high level thing here, and we can get more into it if we want. But so the episodes that we have not done, starting at episode six, called the Eye. Basically, that episode uh, with cover from a local festival, the Aldani mission reaches a point of no return. So basically, this this episode was that was the official heist. This was the official was heist, the heist one, yeah, uh, where they they basically steal all the imperial credits, and uh, yeah, and there was a lot of shenanigans that ensued. Yeah, you know? and I will say though, um, you know, we had talked about, we had kind of predicted like, okay, these these things are going to go really wrong. You know, stuff actually went like pretty smooth in all reality. Um, yes and no. Um, almost everyone of the of the of the the party died, though. I mean. Well, I mean, so I thought Andor was going to, I thought he was going to make some big mistakes in it because he oh, was so be his issue. He was so sure of himself about yeah. some certain things. I thought he was going to drop the ball on it, but no, he was. Yeah, and he he uh, did he was, it. You know, he. Yeah. I will say though, though we were right about the one kid. The young guy. Oh, you knew he was dying. But I have to say, the way he died was even more like surprising than. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, Because he technically he survived. He survived. Yeah. But then the the uh, basically they're getting away really fast. Getting away and the thing and the crushes them like the crates. Yeah, come back. Pin them to the wall and crush them. And we're like, whoa, whoa. I was like, that's that was yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool, but (laughs) I think that was really (laughs) neat. I love that one. Um. But yeah, so so that was kind of the for episode six. I mean, we can get more in depth, but we're not going to. So season seven was called the announcement, and the description is that the fallout from the Aldani heist is swift and seismic, shaking the Imperial Security Bureau, the ISB, on Coruscant into action and prompting more intrigue for Senator Mon Motha. So again, basically, this whole episode was kind of the the fallout of that of that. Uh, uh, heist and clearly we see yeah. all of a sudden now the ISB has gotten emergency powers emergency funding and now they can basically do whatever they want yeah and who was there hmm? can you tell me who did you notice who was at the ISB I believe it's in that episode I believe it was in that one Um, I'm somebody not... with a very commanding voice that maybe we've heard in many Clone Wars episodes I'll be honest with you I don't know what are You're you? joking, right? I I probably know who it is, but I just who, who's the announcer? Who's the, who does all the announcing? I don't know. At the beginning I, of I can't the... remember. Who is the announcer? I'm speechless <laughs> right now. <laughs> Listen, we're almost two hours into the single podcast. Okay, like you said, I'm bur- I'm clocked you out. You know who I'm talking about? I'm sure right? I do. Just tell you me. You don't know who I'm talking. You don't know who I'm talking about. The I'm guy not... from, um. The guy that's a part of the Clone Wars with like Anakin and stuff, but he's like the the general, and then he oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, he, yeah yeah I don't know what his name is, but he's the the dude that has the mustache yeah and, the mustache yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he, and okay. then and then he, he's even in A New Hope and stuff, but he's older and he's white he's got a white mustache at that point, mm, but he's okay. also the voice of the announcer dude during all the Clone Wars things. Okay, but anyways, okay, that was that character. I didn't. I, I didn't even notice He's, that. Apparently, what's his so. name though? I don't know what his name is. But. Yeah, I know what you're talking anyway. about now though. But that was him. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. You learn something new every day. Um. So, but basically, you know, they get these emergency powers, and that's this whole. The basically the whole episode. You know. Also, we see. Uh, uh, Cassian. You know, he's kind of running around. He has all of his credits from this heist now. Um. 
he's trying to get his mom to go with him and his mom ironically is inspired by this heist <laughs> and which yeah. does he she doesn't know he did and thinks that he's just like you know being so she's idealizing the, this heist mm-hmm. like oh these these rebels are so committed to the cause and little does she know that her son did it and he's not committed like whatsoever you know right anyway so but she doesn't want to go with him and she he then goes to some sort of like vacation like a resort yeah yeah. a resort planet and uh but but it's kind of an interesting scene because even on this resort planet even when he thought he escapes like how powerful and how strong the empire is even there and uh and even he's like literally was just walking around and then all of a sudden got arrested yeah and the best part about about that whole thing is it's a it's a one of the droids that the like k2 uh so or whatever yeah, yeah yeah um i don't remember what they're called right now but yeah some kind of security droids or something yeah but like k2 anyway. series but, um, or something like that. but it's funny that you know that's what he and you and for a moment i was like, like oh, oh are we gonna is see this, K2 so? is yeah. this the one yeah but then it talks like normal and, and you can chokes in the death like, and <laughs> yeah but <laughs> yeah. i think they're purposely trying to make everyone think like oh is it oh oh oh, oh is it what yeah and it's like yeah. Oh, i'm just kidding nope no no <laughs> but um yeah, and so that was kind of a neat little thing, though. And then, um, so basically, I do want to say, Mon, all the stuff with Mon Mothma is still my my favorite. Oh yeah, definitely. Everything the best with part Mon Mothma yeah. uh, is just fantastic. Sure. Every scene with her and dealing with her just idiot husband, her idiot husband, her brat and daughter, her brat daughter, and, and then like her trying to like you know sneak funding and all this stuff through yeah. these, all this politics so here's she's the question just fantastic though we see her childhood friend who's all of a sudden she's putting mm. some faith in do you think that he's gonna be loyal or do you think he's gonna turn on her that is the question right yeah he, he appears like he's gonna be loyal but i don't know and 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 uh what's his name uh ander dude What's his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, Whatever. I don't. Keith. Skarsgård. His, oh, the no, actual no. actor's name's something Skarsgård. Skarsgård, yeah. He, he tells her, you know, like, essentially he's telling her, we're not going to be able to hide. We've crossed the threshold now, we, Yeah, you know? like, this, is, we're, this isn't going to be hidden much longer. Like, right. we're officially coming out in the open, whether we like it or not, is basically what he's saying. And she's, like, trying to come to grips with that because she's so used to we got to do all this secretly. we got to hide all this stuff. Right, right, right. And it's getting harder and harder to do so. Yeah. And and basically, they're they're coming to grips with that realization of, like, at some point, this this rebellion becomes real. Yeah. It's It's no longer just this little, like, uh, cloak and dagger thing that they're they're doing themselves, you know? Eventually, we're going to be targets. Yeah. And that's something they have to kind of come to a realization with. And I think that's so cool to see come to life. Yeah. And it's like, you know, this, the Skarsgård guy, he's totally going to die. There's no way he's going to survive this. Well, and what's interesting too (laughs) is that he's all, all, he's actually tasked his estranged daughter wannabe girl to actually go and kill Cassian, to find him and kill him after this. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, So so, that moves us to our, the the most recent uh, episode, episode eight which is, I can't remember the title of that. It's actually a great question. Because this thing that I just was looking at, it only shows me up to seven, of course. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But uh, 
Oh, it's uh, Narkina Five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the planet uh, he gets sent to? Right, because they're they're like sending out people, and they and they he tells them his name and stuff, and they send him. Okay, Narkina Five. He's like, what's what's Narkina Five? What's Five. Yeah. I love. I'm just. A I, I have to say, I I I give such high praise to uh, to Diego Luna in this episode. Yeah. Because the fear. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and like anxiety that oh, you yeah. see him go through in this episode is it feels so real like you can see it on him and what's so and, funny is that after all that he's done and right he thinks he's gotten away he goes to prison for not even what he did and he, right and he's he goes like, over some simple stupid thing like and it's associated like, with someone and it's know. like what over two thousand or how, how many days was it i don't know it was a bunch well it turned to six months to, or two thousand three hundred and nineteen. yeah or something yeah like yeah, that. yeah, something yeah. Like that. a bunch and so um and and so you can you can see that like uh, he's uh, well so well let me back up they bring him in to this this facility yeah. right yeah. and so the first thing you notice is they tell him all to take their shoes off and so, yeah and you're like what in the world yeah and you're like that's yeah. kind of weird like they got like a crazy weird foot fetish keep showing or something, these or? like <laughs> keep showing his dogs flashing up on screen you're like man get those things taken care of bro come on now. All these slabs of <laughs> pale white meat. <laughs> Slapping on the cold, cold metal. But <laughs> I'm like, put those grippers like, away. <laughs> good grief, cover those things up. Yeah, those are uh, gnarly. So anyway, we we they they get into this facility, this this prison essentially, and uh, and you notice that the people that the the guards there, they're wearing these like big special boot things. Yeah, they're like, what in the so, world? Yeah. Dude, dude's like, wearing some boots from like the nineties, you know? It's yeah. like, what in the like, world? Like, what are those moon boots? <laughs> moon shoes. <laughs> moon shoes. <laughs> and so they uh and then you find out why. They yeah. have some kind of like electric electrical current that that coming through yeah. the the floor, yeah. and they can essentially just fry someone as whenever yeah. they want, yeah. like immediately. Like they don't them. have to have weapons to keep them working. Exactly, just electrocute it's pretty them. genius, right? Evil, but uh, genius. Evil. Yeah. It's super evil, but but genius. Yeah, and so that's how they control everyone there, and and so they. A lot of this episode deals with just kind of that scenario is in and what that's like, and you you meet his his crew, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and and it's I don't know what they're putting together exactly. No clue. I don't know if they even ever no. explain it. But like it's probably just one piece to like a huge thing. Right. And that's the but whole point is that they're just nameless right. cogs and names, and so they're you know. they're there's like they're creating the the stuff but they've made it essentially into a game to yeah. try to make everybody work harder because yeah. whoever's last. You're dead. You yeah. get fried. Yeah. And so, um, and so that's kind of the whole deal there. But, but what the craziest thing though about this is when he walks in there, uh, <laughs> I, 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 this just like, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah, I know. So, ladies and gentlemen, Snoke himself. Snoke himself. So you thought you thought you knew the origins of Snoke. Somehow Snoke you, came back. You didn't know the origins of Snoke. <laughs> this is the the origins. Basically, of Snoke. he gets He's, fried. He gets fried, and then like it and turns then, him malformed like yeah, that. Malformed. Yeah, exactly. exactly and then is. they had to put him in test tubes, and you, yeah. actually, and then they and then Palpatine decides he wants to. He's like, I really like this guy's dark, manly voice, so I want to recreate. His, All right. I want to call. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think something he says. I can't even I think. Like, what does he say? Like, <laughs> Do not slow down, man. <laughs> Don't slow down. 
but it's so loud right now. Like, I don't feel like he's that big of a dude, but his no, voice is just so like. You know, this dude's like five four, but he's like yeah, so but his loud. His voice, yeah. So anyway, uh, I was like, of all people, you don't sleepwalk, they, do you? Of all people, they brought in the voice of Snoke. <laughs> I know. Well, and just Andy Circus, who is you know, a he's, very he's a very re- well renowned actor yeah. at this point. Any mocap he's done a lot ever of stuff. done is him. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know what the decision was there. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, but yeah. listen, the the Snoke theories will never die from that because oh, people yeah. are going to be like, oh, it's got to be Snoke. It's got to be. It's got to be Snoke. It's a voice. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so he's there and, and they're doing this thing and, and he's kind of leading them all around cause, uh, uh, because he only has uh, 200 and something days left. So he's really uh-huh. working on everybody to do it right. And <laughs> I got 242 days left. And, and then, but then you find out they're like, listen, they're like, we all just got our days extended, extended because, because of this new act that this came new through act that came through because of the, the rebel attack or rebel heist yeah. or whatever you want to call and it and we're paying for their sins basically yeah you know? and and basically they're all like or some of them are like we're not truly ever getting like out you're you're gonna be here until they have no use for you or you die yeah you know? so basically they're saying you know they always find a reason to extend it or they find people don't leave here you 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 get fried yeah or you just yeah. continue to be here yeah and and so I guess the the real the big question here is is how in the world does he get out of this? Yeah, I think yeah. either someone is gonna have to come in and get well, him out. Well, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think either someone's gonna have to come in and get him out, or I mean, something bad's gonna have to go down there. Maybe maybe Saw Gerrera's people decide to go mm-hmm. and yeah. and. And like, because you know, uh, that's the other thing. We do get Saw Gerrera in this episode. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And uh, which well, <clears throat> basically we only get him for him to say he doesn't want any part of right. of the one dude and his stuff. But so I was gonna say though, like one thing that we keep seeing is like the 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 Luthen. Luthen, yes. Good grief. Luthier. I not um, Luthen keeps saying how he needs to find casting, and I can't remember exactly what scene it was near the end, but something insinuated that he kind of like he needed him. Or needed to find him, and so I thought, like, oh well, maybe Luthen kind of helps orchestrate his escape from that. I think what's interesting, what was really cool about the scene with Luthen and and Sagarera, is here we have two very different people, yet both different are tactics, using know. different tactics and stuff. They're but they're both key figures in this birth of this rebellion. Right, right. But neither of them are what I would call a good man. Right. They're both they're both like right. not very good people right. that are fighting for a cause they believe in yeah. that essentially does good. But it's Ultimately, like it's a lot yeah. of like gray area here. Right. And it does right. show that like this rebellion. And I think I said this before already, but I just keep coming back to it. This rebellion that has these super good heroes that we see Luke Skywalker and Leia. And yeah. They, yeah. All, these these heroes you know, all of it was birthed because of some gray, uh, yeah, almost dark, uh, dark you know? <laughs> terrorists, essentially, right? right? Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because of, even Luthen himself says like this is part of rebellion. That basically, you have to just kill people and you have to yeah. like, betray like, people. And... We didn't get to. We never got the Luke Skywalkers. <laughs> If we didn't get the 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 Luthans, the <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's just very interesting. Yeah, it's very about. they're very interesting. Yeah, for sure. But that pretty much that pretty much wraps yeah, up I'm the episode. Think, what, how did it end? How did that episode end? Uh, 
Oh, uh, I, I know one of the last scenes. I don't know if it is the last scene, but uh, uh, someone either falls or something and they get absolutely fried and die in the hallway. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to say that's like almost the last scene, if not the last. Oh, yeah, because one of them basically just commits suicide. It, that's what yeah. it appears that's what happens it looks yeah. like they're basically just they're done so yeah. they, they go and land on the floor and it kills them and then they're like oh we gotta smell it all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um but uh i think my guess is there is luthan and his crew or whatever are gonna find or actually maybe not luthan but maybe the dedra woman uh, blonde yeah the blonde yeah. woman with isb Somebody's gonna find out. Oh wait, and we Andor's we in this place. Andor, yeah. have, and then they're gonna go get them. Yeah, and do what they want to do with them. And then upon like and transport somewhere else, something's gonna happen. So, yeah, whatever, I think it's gonna that's know. gonna be the case because yeah, yeah, currently, yeah. dude, that dude's stuck. Like there's he's no never, way out. Yeah, there's, yeah, no, there's way no way out. Yeah. And that, and that's the what he's dealing with right now in his head is he's like, I'm done for. Like yeah. I'm never after gonna, all of this. Yeah, all of this. Like, I get I get caught on some like fake charge and right. I'm gonna be here for six years. You know. Yeah. And it's like I'm I'm done. But I think that is gonna be the case. Someone's gonna be like, because we know both parties are looking for him. Right. So one of them's gonna find out, and they're either going to re- so either rebels are gonna come in and and make a some kind of escape plan for yeah. him. Or the Imperials are going to be like, oh, wait, we already got this guy. Pull him out because we need to talk. We need to blah, blah, blah. But anyways, so I know we've spent so much time, and I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode. Let us know. Um, this if, is the new record of longest episode ever. Hey, I mean, honestly, <laughs> not surprised. I kind of expected it. but uh, Yeah. Um, but my last question to you is so what are your thoughts so far with andor now that we've got now that we're eight episodes in Whoa. which is longer than most um oh yeah this is usually when it ends if not already ended you know for a lot exactly of with with shows. what we've gotten so far in star wars uh tv so where are you at with it yeah, so um, they're definitely upping the stakes, and and it is becoming it has become more entertaining for me. I have to admit, it is still not really my cup of tea. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad show. I just don't think it's my thing. Sure. Um. So I think that's kind of where it sits. I mean, I think it's 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 ramping up and it's getting more entertaining in terms of just a show to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. But but in terms of a Star Wars media or piece of Star Wars media, it's not really. It just doesn't really caught me and uh, it made me want to come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I hate to be negative, and that's not what I'm getting. At. I just I just don't think it's my thing, and I and I think that's okay because anybody else can. You may really like it, and that's great. Because I'm sure there's some pieces of Star Wars media that I like that you may not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Star Wars Visions. Uh, well, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, and, and I wouldn't strictly, you know, I think that's kind of the same thing. I wouldn't, I, even even though I enjoyed it, I think with Star Wars Visions, I wouldn't even strictly say like, oh, this this is Star Wars. You know, I think there's a lot of cool Star Wars elements, but it was kind of like something flavored as Star Wars. Um, yeah. Anyway, I know, I have, you know, a lot of discrepancies there, uh, <laughs> different thoughts from different people, but, you know. Whatever, um, yeah. But clearly, I think you're you're starting to like it even more. Is that is that what I'm getting from this? I yeah. I mean, I I like I like the show. Um, I, you know, what I say when I sit down and I'm watching it, I'm like, oh man, this is this is amazing. This is this so is pod I love racing. Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not. I don't necessarily get that vibe, but yeah. it does. I do think that 
it's you know again as i've already said it's it's slower it's a slow burn it's yeah it's very uh political espionage you know it's yeah uh, all these things and and it's it's a uh it's a character piece right yeah yeah it's very much a character piece and i i am definitely appreciating it for what it is i'm i'm yeah. enjoying those aspects of it i again like i said i've loved the mon mothma scenes i mean yeah that's, yeah uh, really cool, and I've I've loved seeing this this birth of of the rebellion, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, but Star Wars is first and foremost to me always, you know, more than anything about the the mystical side and the yeah. Jedi and and the and, good in the universe, yeah, and, and the good, you and, know, and, yeah. and, and all those things are not present. Here, yeah, right? none of the things that classically define Star Wars are present in this show, right? And and so. Because of that, you know, yes, I would say this is not as important to me as a lot of other things that we yeah, do watch yeah. and partake in in Star Wars. But I'm, in, but I am enjoying it for what it is, and I do, I'm, I'm still very much interested in where it goes from here. And I'm, you know, I'm going to see it through, of course. Oh, but yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So, so I, and I think, I think because of those reasons, right? Because it's not classically Star Wars, I think it really just boils down to: Do you like a spy? slow burn espionage show i think that's the question and you do and for me i guess i just don't really like that that kind of that kind of feel that kind of storyline um but but again i continue to watch it a because it is star wars and because you know there is going to be lore that's dropped that we're going to want to have and stuff but b there is a lot of good scenes and so i'm I'm not again i'm not hating on the show because there is a lot of good stuff again all the mon mothma stuff i love i love seeing like these relatively familiar characters that you're like, whoa, you're seeing them in a much different light and, and all this well, stuff. Well, and like I that. think I think the difference here between like this and well, honestly, like some of Kenobi or some of the Book of Boba Fett is that you're looking at it and saying, Yeah, I can understand it, but it's not really for me. But you're not yeah. going, This is bad. This, this is, is a bad show. Where yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. in some instances we have been like, Oh, this is ugh. Yeah, that's, that's not, not good. good. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm just saying it's and not I think, for me. Yeah, and I think with this show, it's like no matter if you like it or not, you can't deny the quality that they're presenting. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like it's in my opinion, at least. I sure, I, I yeah. think that the quality of of the acting, the writing, oh, yeah, yeah. everything is done so yeah. well. It may not be the most exciting sometimes. It may feel kind of like, oh, well, this is kind of boring. I've heard some people say, use that with it. This is boring. Yeah. Um, but I uh, I don't think that you can flat out say, oh, this is this wasn't made well. This no, I mean, good. here's the thing. The production level of the show is really good, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and yeah, so, I mean, again, and I hate to keep saying this because I know that, you know, some people probably don't like it, but I'm just saying, like, for me, it feels like there's this thing that's flavored with Star Wars. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. a Star Wars thing. It's a thing flavored with Star Wars. And so when you look at it in that light and you just kind of, again, observe it for, like, the production quality or, or you know, this genre-bending thing, you know, yeah, it is it is a good show in terms of that. Like, you cannot, like I said, you can deny that they're, they have a lot of high budget in this, that they're going to real-life locations using practical effects, and there's a lot of really good acting, all that good stuff. Yeah. So I think it just boils down to do you can you accept the fact that it's not traditionally star Wars in, in certain definitions and B do you like that certain genre of story right line 
And yeah. and so that and so, but again, I guess that just harkens back to it's not a bad show. Is is just that do you particularly enjoy it or not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not just hey, this show sucks. <laughs> you know, right, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're eight episodes in. There are still four left. Four more, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think it. it I think the last episode is the week of Thanksgiving, actually. So mm, Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think so, it's the 23rd, so whatever. I think 24th is Thanksgiving. Then we'll right? essentially get a break in of Star Wars in December, and then in January we'll have the Bad Batch, right? That is, is that, I wait, believe... is that right? Was that confirmed, or is that still a rumor? I don't remember anymore. I was thinking it's early January is confirmed now, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah, th- say? this article says Bad Batch Season 2 moves to January release. So Okay, well, there you go. I don't know. January. Uh, so, um, yeah, we'll have a little a little bit of a break there. And honestly, might be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, we're a little saturated with Star <laughs> Wars stuff right now. Saturated. You know? And here's the uh, thing. And here's the thing. I think that's, that's the problem. It's not just Star Wars stuff too, either. I think there's so many shows that I'm watching right now. There's so many shows. There's... House of Dragons, there's Rings of Power, there's Andor, Tales of the Jedi just came out. Yeah. Um, and there's so many other things. And then that's of course happening. there's always like a bunch of MCU MCU stuff going on. coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got all these high prestigious shows. So when something doesn't exactly fit exactly what you're wanting to watch, it's hard to just get interested in it because it's, there's so many other options. I think that's yeah. a detriment to Andor too. I think right now as well, it's not just that. Oh, it's, it's being... in competition with some big stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually gonna have you close out, Braxton, because I gotta go over here to my keyboard so I can. Wow. Uh, so I have the start yeah, and the just, you, Listen, I'm just <laughs> I'm just a participant. You are the host. You are the host today. Okay. No co-hosting. You are Holy host. I'm just the, I'm just a participant. You're just so. the interviewee today. I'm just, yeah. Okay. So, with that, so we're going to end because it is <laughs> two hours and 15 minutes on the dot. We love you all. We love you guys so much. We want to thank you so much for your continued support towards the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and participating and uh, just being a part of Jedi Eternal. You know, it is so awesome to have this community. Um, and we want to see it grow. We want to hear you from you guys because we know this community is a lot bigger than it appears on the, on the surface, right? Because you guys are listening and you're doing all this stuff, but you're not talking to us. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Just say hi. Reach out to us. We would love it. Um, so, But we thank you so much for listening. We do uh, ask that you would like and follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, um, and YouTube, all those good places, especially on Facebook where we're going to have weekly news, polls, memes, discussions, all that good stuff. Um, but also, we would be so very happy if you would follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you would, leave us a review, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, of course, we <laughs> we like the the good ones, of course. But but you know what? If there's a, a, a place that we can improve upon, we absolutely do want to do that. But without further ado, we thank you so much for listening. And we would ask that you would join us next week for episode 88, inching ever closer to episode 100. And last but not least, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi. We would be honored if you would join us.